Welcome in, everybody. Uh, how's everyone doing? Yo, yo, yo. Welcome out. We smoked hey, out. Hey, I can't, I can't see John over there. Yeah. I'm in, my, I'm in the, uh, the Clem's corner today. Today it's his corner. We are a man down. How's everyone doing tonight? Uh, we are back at it again on this Wednesday night. It's January 5th evening. We are smoked out and better than ever. Fine people of YouTube, be- beautiful people of Spotify. It's good to be back. We're back in the, uh, the time vortex, as we like to call it. Feels like right now, this feels like a scene from Back to the Future. Yeah, like you just you yeah. just landed in 1955. <laughs> I, I almost thought it was for a second. Yeah. Well, we have an exciting show to get to. A lot of uh, a lot of things happening uh, from, you know, I mean, this is our first show back of 2022. Welcome back in. Holy yo, yo, shit. Yo. Oh, there's Mario. Hey, what's going I'm on? I'm over here, man. Delco Santa came I'm over here now. Year. Oh, yeah, he did. Came he, early. He came early. He did. He, he dropped off. What did he drop off this year, John? He dropped off a playoff berth. Playoffs. Let's go. He told Playoffs. us. He told us. Yeah, he did. I just want the record to be known that I called this when the Eagles were four and six. I found the timestamp of the exact episode that I found this, and I, I sent it right to John. I said, playoffs, wild card, book it. So yeah, and it's been booked. It has been booked, man. The Eagles, Philadelphia Eagles, did punch their way into a playoff berth, man. Um, we have Jake Paul obviously stirring drama as <sighs> usual. We of have course. the last, we have the 18th week of the NFL season about to kick off, which is pretty, pretty. The awesome. first 18th so, week the ever, first ever 18th week ever. So this is a uh, new ground for all of us, new territory. All right, yeah, never been here before. And as far as our picks, uh. Alex is sitting in first, and it's kind of coincidental because he's, uh, you know, not here tonight. He, he's with us in spirit. He's sweating it out. But he's sweating it out. He's only two games ahead in first here, while me and Mario are just two games back at 49 oh. and 24. Anything can happen. It's a huge week. Brandon is sitting at, uh, he's only seven games back. I mean, we're picking 10 games. We're just going to go. And it's going to be a tough week this week because you have a lot of starters not playing due to playoff berths and, you know, stuff like that. But. Should yeah. be an exciting week. I think I'm definitely going taking the first place, because you never know. First. Yeah, I yeah. feel like I have the, I have the pick. My my picks are four weeks like this. That's my motto. Playoffs like on the it. line. Playoffs like on the line. You know you gotta, you gotta go with the flow. You got no one to hold, no one to fold. You know what I mean? Yes. Blackjack wasn't good to me, but these picks. I'm going ten and zero this week. So let me so inter- be ready. Ten and zero. That's ready. winning football. Be ready. I'm ready for it. Let's go. Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. Bold predictions. I like her off the jump. Let me introduce everyone uh, joining uh, tonight at the desk uh, to my right. Tonight, we have Sir Brandon. What's going on, man? Yo, yo. Like I said, you already know. Going 10-0. 10-0. That rhymed, Book it. bro. That rhymed. Book it. Oh, shit. Off to a hot start. To my double right in Clem's corner, or now is maybe Mario's corner. Maybe you take luck in that corner today. Well, after the picks this week, it's going to be Mario's corner. Oh. Oh. Look, dude, look. I had to break this out just in time for the end of the season, the playoffs. I got the the Eagle starter jacket on. It's a little chilly down here, so I was like, uh, you know, I might have to start start out with the starter jacket. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm coming for you guys this week. I like it, man. Fair enough. I like it. Shout out to everyone in the chat joining us on this uh, In the Paint Wednesday. Let me just fix this sign right behind Brandon's head here. If I can get it. There we go. Turn that to white. And then let me turn my lights off and we'll get into it, guys. Let's do it. So, uh, yeah, man. Uh, big week this week for the Birds. Uh, well, not really. I mean, we play the Cowboys, man. Uh, any uh, initial thoughts, Mario, like just heading into this week? I mean, 
at this point, now the question is, do you rest the starters? I mean, at this point, the Eagles are pretty much locked in as the seven. I think the Cowboys are locked in. What are they, the third seed? The Cowboys, or, I believe. I think they have an outside shot at the second seed, but it's highly unlikely. I'm trying to pull up the standings in here now. Here we go. So, yeah, it looks like here the Cowboys are tied. No, there would be the fourth seed as of right now. Okay, so they're the fourth seed? Yep. Okay, so even still, I mean, that's kind of even more so plays into my point. I, I think you're not going to see a whole lot in this game. I mean, I look, I we, I we obviously we all hate Dallas, and it's Dallas week. But um, I, I'm okay with them resting the starters this week. I know, you know, look, the Eagles have been playing hot. I think at this point, you just you're in the playoffs. You know, rest your starters. You don't want to lose anybody to some fluky thing happen at the end of this game, and just take it. And then look, and there's no who's to say you can't win this game anyway. Get ten wins, right? Yeah, man. Uh, so it should be very interesting. Uh, let's get our uh, business out of the way. Um, so I mean, January twenty second is coming up rather quick, Mario. Yes, that Ooh. is our. First show of the year. What do we got? Our going? first show in Philly. We're playing the Grape Room in Maniunk uh, on the twenty second. It's with uh, us, the Wash Ups, the Spins, Good Eyes, and Mary or Two Good Eyes and Mary Lane Jane. Tickets are uh, seven dollars in advance, ten dollars at the door. So grab your ticket, come out. Uh, we'll be playing some new tunes. January twenty second. It's gonna be a fucking hell of a time. Uh, why don't we pour up a shot here? Let's do it. What are we drinking tonight, Mario? So, you know. The staple in this show, some good old Jim Beam bourbon. Let's do it. Jim Beam bourbon. Let's crack Let's it open. It. If you're drinking with us, John please. got his fancy shot glasses for Christmas. What do we got? What's your shot glass? Oh, I got to get used to using this thing. <laughs> That's so a mine's one. a mushroom. However, it's hard to tell how deep the the shot glass is because the cap of the mushroom actually is like hollow. All the way through. So I'm like kind of wearing a little bit of this bourbon on my leg. <laughs> nice. Solid, man. Yeah, we debuted these uh, last week on last week's show, but uh, Brandon's yeah, got the did, alien. If man. you didn't see, I got the alien. Yeah, that's shit sick, man. Yeah, pour that one up. But yeah, we got new tunes, man. We're going to be playing here uh, at the 22nd. Uh, we're also going to be booking for February and March as of right now. Uh, so... But before we get to that, make sure, uh, you know, come by, stop by, January 22nd, Manny Unk, The Great Room. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a hell of a time. It's going to be a great time. I've heard a lot of good things about that venue, too. Dude, it's a great venue. Yeah. I, I know you and Clem went there one time, right? Yeah, we went to go see, uh, it was a goalkeeper, friend circle, a few other bands, oh, that's too. That's a good lineup, too. Dope lineup, man. It was fun. Cool, uh, man. I mean, the atmosphere is great. Uh, there's people, I mean, really outside, inside, everywhere, you know what I mean? So... Uh, you know, just everything for... I mean, Maniunk's a great spot in the city, too, for, like, nightlife in general. So that, that'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be a good time. I think... Uh, do you know what time we go on, man? I think, like, midnight. Midnight. I think we're last. Okay. Yeah. So if you're coming, just expect to have a... And I think the uh, show... I think the doors are at 7. I think the show's at 8 o'clock, I think. Okay. Yeah. So if you're coming, just expect to have a... Uh, have a long night. Have a long night. But, but it's it, a Saturday night, so it's, it's okay. What else are you doing? Right. So, uh, all right, here, let's pour up the shot, guys. Oh, yeah. I forgot all right, that. fellas. I got to be very careful with this. Cheers. Mario poured a double on I himself. poured myself a double and a half. Cheers. 
You know, I haven't watched this Hate Me lyric video in a while. It's Yeah, it's been a while, man. It's really, huh? it's really well done. Shout out to Christian Smith. Yeah, Christian does a great job. I like the wall with the anchor. Yeah, it's a cool little touch. And like the beachy scenes, very, very summer vibes. And yeah, that's, that's when we dropped it. It was like summer of 20. Yeah. Much needed right now, man. It's fucking cold outside. Today isn't actually Today as wasn't bad. so bad, right. right. But the last couple days, I mean, we just endured a blizzard. You know, first one. We had more snow Friday, More supposedly. snow Friday. So, oh, my I God. Mean, here, we'll get into that in just a second. Let this song ride through. It's a good song. I'm going to get copyrighted. Yeah, we probably will. We're going to send ourselves a cease and desist letter. Yeah. yeah. Make some money. I mean, it's 2022. It does check out. Put nothing past us. Hell yeah. Uh, that's always a, f- a favorite of mine. Good start. So, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be snowing. You know, uh, it hasn't really snowed. It didn't really snow much last year. And then it's already, you know, first one of the first days in the, uh, you know, new year of 22. It's already starting to snow. Delayed the uh, When You're Around music video shoot, which I'm super yeah. bummed about that. That was supposed to take place on Monday. Yeah, it was supposed to be Monday. We had that, we had that brief storm that came through Monday. And uh, we're hoping... Because I know we were trying for Friday. Yeah. Now, now we're looking at maybe more snow, so we might have to push it back again. Right. So, I mean, but, worse, worse comes to worse. I think we're going to be, uh, I mean, if if it does get canceled Monday, we'll reconvene on, uh, or I'm sorry, Friday, rather. Monday, right, yeah. We'll reconvene on Monday. It will be out soon. <laughs> yes. We're working on it. TBD. TBD. And the, uh, the final mix of the song's almost done, too. Yes, we should I be recall, right? getting that back, I think, within uh, any day now, really. Sweet. So I mean, there's a lot of a uh, lot of interesting things, and then like I said, we'll be booking through uh, March and uh, you know February, March, and uh, yeah, man. Uh, but I mean, yeah, this first show back in the new year, 2022, is now upon us. Hopefully, uh, everyone had a great new year, great holiday season. Uh, how was your guys' new year? Do anything fun, adventurous, treacherous, dangerous? I had a quite boring new year, thanks to you know the vid, the old the vid. vid, the old vid, got old Omnicron, Miss Rona. Sorry, Miss Rona. My Ooh. Corona. I am for real. Yeah, we pretty much spent the day quarantining because, uh, eh, you know, we weren't feeling too hot and we had a lot of family over the Christmas break get COVID. So, yeah, it's all good. Smart. We're here now. That's good, man. As yeah. long as you're feeling good. Now. Feeling all right. Yeah. Glad yeah. to see you here. Thank you, man. I'm glad to be here and I'm glad to be here with you guys. And, you know, other, all in all, it wasn't too bad. Still had a few drinks. Watched the ball drop. Can't complain. Binge watch Cobra Kai season four. That's right. Dude, so good. If you guys haven't watched the show, watch it. It's great. I think I've seen the first two seasons. It gets better. Season four might be my favorite since the first season. Yeah, I got to watch it still. Um, Oh, yeah. To no avail, though. Uh, Sorry, on Netflix, did you guys see uh, Don't Look Up? Yes, I heard about it. I want to check that out. Oh, it's you on my did list. wind up watching? I did watch it. What'd you think? I thought it was uh, kind of lame. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, is, is the social narrative like right in your face? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, very much so. Uh, you know, you could tell that that was a big thing that they were trying to yeah. do throughout that movie. But just like the way they were portraying it, man. I mean, it was just like you know, uh, you know, spoiler alert. But uh, you know, it's on Netflix and it's been out for a while now. But um, you've been warned. It's just it's just odd, dude, because they make it like pretty much are saying that people are just so dumb that they won't even believe that it's like know, a meteor or something, right? A comet or yeah, yeah whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. I, I know a little bit about the movie. Yeah. So obviously, you know, like Leonardo DiCaprio, he's in it. Uh, 
And he's a like a big climate advocate. Yeah, you know it's I mean? it's it's basically a satire on the fact right. that like right. I mean yeah. we were just talking about it now last year we didn't even really have a winter like this. Right now it's you know it's we're finally getting winter again. Yeah, in, in an area where we're used to you know this kind of cold weather starting around now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, but to me, I you know I really wasn't a big fan of the movie. Um, I mean, I guess it was all right. I mean, it was fun. I'll put it that way. It was fun. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, those, like, end-of-the-world movies are always kind of, you know, pretty interesting. Uh, you know, it's funny. They had, like, this, like, billionaire tech guy, and he's like, you know, we're going to, you know, instead of, you know, destroying the asteroid very simply and easily, we're going to nuke it, essentially, and, uh, you know, profit from the minerals that, you know, we <laughs> nuke from the comet. It's just like some, you know. It's a very Elon Musk uh, thing to do. Something, yeah. dude. <laughs> What'd you think of uh, Jonah Hill in that? Not my favorite Jonah Hill. Not my course. favorite Jonah Hill either, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So he's, uh, you know, he's the son of, you know, the president, which is, you know, they don't say it directly, but it's supposed to be Hillary Clinton. But they don't say that directly. And he, you can, yeah, you kind of get that you, vibe. Though. Well, they show a picture of her and Bill Clinton just like hugging. Like she takes out a picture and she looks at him. Yeah, and it's Bill and Hillary, Billary, as uh, some would call it. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I wasn't a really big fan. Um, you know, other people seem maybe like it. Like I said, it's a fun movie, but you know, I think they could have did a lot more. I mean, there's so much talent in that movie as far as actor and actresses go. And you know, this is you know once part of a cast that brought you like Wolf of Wall Street and which is a great, a great movie. and that's, that's a great Jonah Hill performance, exactly. Right. <laughs> so it it was just odd how they had the characters, you know, uh, kind of DiCaprio too. Yeah, it's right. great. It's a great right. movie. Cast, yeah, yeah cast is killer. Yeah, but yeah, I agree. Yep. So yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, how was your New Year's, Brent? How was uh. Good. Set some fireworks off. Set some fireworks. Nice. Man. A little couple. Not, not what kind too of fireworks? What were your fireworks of choice this year? Uh, they're my leftovers from Fourth of July. I had uh some like fat mortars. Ah, uh, the mortar. Yeah, the mortars are the way to go. <laughs> not like you know, like the the ones like the ball ones. If you, I, I I think I, I think I do. Have I you know like I know like ones? The, the ones are yeah yeah. The two yeah the, the two tube ones like this right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the the actual like firework that you put in there. Okay, you're right. Yeah, that one's like a tube too, and that shit's fucking. They're they're pretty gnarly. Brandon's John always, knows. Yeah, Brandon's always got. Uh, he's, he's the demolitions expert of the family. <laughs> the crazy, yeah, yeah. yeah, the crazy pyro going, dude. But um, yeah, man. Uh, first show back, guys. So uh, first show of many. It dude, it's a, it's still a trip, man. Watching back, you know, the shows that we did, uh, you know, just throughout last year of 21, man. Um, and you know, we, we, we talk about it quite, you know, often on the show, but it's still, I mean, you know, just to go back and watch it, I mean, there's a lot where, uh, you know, what we did and where we came from to where we are now. So, you know, I'm pretty excited, uh, to see where this is going to trend, you know, from here on out in 20. Yeah. I mean, just looking around, I mean, the fact that we've done so much with the studio, even just like. Everything we've done, man, it's been just growth, and it's exciting. And I know it's bleeding over to the music, and I know we got a busy uh, 2022 coming up. So, yeah, man, it's going to be fun. It's like literally it's not work. It's like I know that's kind of cliche to say, but it, it's literally just fun all the time. Yeah. Uh, so, Mario, you were, you were speaking about the uh, the old vid. The old vid, yes. So do you guys uh, see the uh, what was trending on Twitter earlier? I don't think so. Dude, so... You got the MVVP. 
<laughs> the, the most vaccinated, valuable player. And uh, so Aaron Rodgers. That's the most Aaron Rodgers thing to say ever. So Aaron Rodgers fires back at Hub Arkush, who said yesterday, who uh, probably, you know, just some reporter. I'm not quite sure. I yeah, gotta, I, I, think, I, I think like don't the football writers vote the MVP? Yes. You're right. Yes. So uh, who said yesterday he won't vote Aaron Rodgers uh, for MVP? I think he's, and this is what Rodgers said back, I think he's a bum, an absolute bum. He, his problem is I'm not vaccinated. Maybe just for the season, make it most vaccinated player. Um, Rodgers goes on to say. Last week about what it would mean to win your fourth MVP. Watch what, what do you think of one of the 50 voters coming out and saying yesterday, quote, I don't think you can be the biggest jerk in the league and punish your team and your organization and your fan base the way he did and be the MVP. I think he's a bad guy, and I don't think a bad guy can be the MVP at the same time. I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. He doesn't know me. I don't know who he is. No one knew who he was, probably. No, nobody gives a fuck. You're Aaron Rodgers. I mean, to, and I listen to the comments, but to say he has his mind made up in the summertime, in the off season that, you know, I had zero chance of winning MVP. My opinion should exclude, you know, future, future votes. Um, you know, his problem isn't with me being a bad guy or the biggest jerk in the league. Cause he doesn't know me. He doesn't know me. He doesn't know anything about me. I mean, I've never met him. I've never had lunch with him. I've never had an interview with him. Um, his problem is I'm not vaccinated. And, uh, dude, I mean, call just, me crazy. Just, just balls of steel. <laughs> I mean, dude, I, I, I like, you know, Aaron Rodgers, man, a lot. I'm, I, I'm beginning to no, like I, I him a lot it. more. No, I respect it. I respect it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very, you know, just upfront. It, you, you know, you get what you get with him. And he, his play backs up, you know, what his mouth is. It's like... 100% still, you know what I mean? So it's like, dude, I mean, Fuck yeah. you, you can't knock it, man. Um, yeah, it's, that's ridiculous. Hell I mean, no. look. Aside from what, what, whatever you feel about the vaccine and COVID, that's ridiculous. Because he's right. I mean, well, if this guy did say that he had his mind made up in the off season, like that's you can't that, do right. that because you gotta like you gotta like, vote on the. Pl- it's about like, the pl- it's about like I could maybe kind of understand after he made the whole like I'm immunized comment, which was kind of snarky, but whatever. It's Aaron Rodgers. That's kind of his, his personality to is. be expected, right? If he said, if if you made that decision after that comment, okay, fine, I kind of get it. You have a very serious stance on this, whatever. But to make your mind up in the summer and the off season, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's supposed to be about how you play, not about right. who you are. It not about your outside. It has nothing to do with your personality. Exactly. Right. Dude. I mean, dude, as someone who's also like. You know, look, I'm pro vaccine. I'm pro like taking this shit seriously with COVID, but I'm even I'm getting fucking tired of it, man. I, and see, I I I would stop there and just say that I think we're all we probably right. all, most of us right. are pro vaccine. And, and, all right, right. When right. I say that, like, because some people say that and they're like, well, clearly you're not, and you're not, because you know what I mean. Like well, that just doesn't make right. any sense. It, yeah, you know, it seriously, it doesn't make any sense. We all should. We all agree that it's. I've I've gotten vaccine, you know, vaccinated before. Right. Not with the COVID shot, but with other. Right. You you, know, you understand that, that in history, vaccines help are good are good things. They, they right. Can be a good thing. Right. And and it's sad because like you're right. Like saying something like that, which should be so casual. Like yeah, you know, I'm pro vaccine. Like yeah, that's a great idea. Like saying that now has to be prefaced with no, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying you're not. 
I'm not saying like because you're worrying about offending somebody now. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just all bizarre. It's such man. a political weapon. It's sad. See when you know when they start politicizing all this oh, kind of shit. Worst. That's when I started kind of raising an eyebrow. Because it makes the people that are even like me, they're a little bit more on the cautious side with it. Even we get fed up. We're just well, like now oh. you're now you're starting to see that a lot yeah. more people. You know. Uh, who you know we're you know just cautious doing you know uh, I guess that you know the best thing for their situation just right. be completely just like yo this is insane fuck this you yeah. know what I mean it's yeah. it's ridiculous I feel like it kind of makes everybody look like the bad guy in somebody's eyes right it, it, it doesn't no matter, matter who what, you are no matter yeah. what your stance is on it you're either you're either the bad guy because you're unvaccinated or you're you know questioning the the you know the regulations or whatever going the restrictions going on or you're grandstanding and you're virtue signaling people because you're going on about how you're vaccinated and about how we have to take this seriously and blah, 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 and you're on you're on your pedestal. You know what I mean? So it's like you can't. You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. Always, with this thing. and it's the worst, dude. Yeah, it's, I just we talked about. Sorry, it, we, this is something that, like you said all the time on our show, we 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 shouldn't be dedicating this much time on air to talking about this, but it's constantly just becomes this like what well, affects everybody right you know what i mean and, and it should and it should affect everybody the same way which is medically and we should figure it out together as like a human race as like a society of people and now but now it's a political agenda just so, like every other fucking thing in this country and 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 i do agree with that and but my thing is just the whole notion of just you know uh kind of i guess coming to this understanding that okay we're going to try to just prevent everyone from ever getting sick ever again. And that's, you know, kind right, of ridiculous. The, right. And that's to, to live in. I, like, I don't want to live in that kind of place. You know what I mean? Like, that's pretty bizarre to, to even think about. It's like people are going to get sick. That's just part of life. You know, people are going to get sick. They're going to die. Yeah, we're at the point that's now where got enough people are are getting vaccinated. And, you know, these variants are starting to kind of dwindle in their potency. And like, you know. We're getting to a point now where you're going to have to just kind of look at it and go, okay, at what point are we just going to have to just roll with herd immunity and just let everybody, let this thing run its course and it's just going to be part of our lives for the rest of our lives, like the flu is. Right. So, yeah. something normal. It's like, at what point do we get to that point? And it's like, we don't know because we think, you know, first we're told it's a couple weeks, then next thing we know we're two years in and then we're like... Still asking questions. Well, see, and that that and that goes to another thing because at first this whole thing was supposed to be just two weeks. You know what I mean? And and I'm pretty sure everybody. I mean, ninety nine percent of people were like, understandable. Two weeks. Do what we got to do? That's fine. Let's roll with it. Let's you know try to help help us help you sort of thing. I guess. Uh, but you know, I mean, that just you know it's turning. It's going into year three now. And it's like, you know, nothing has changed. It it only seems like, quote unquote, it's getting worse. Um, or, I mean, in some people's eyes, better. Who knows? It depends who you ask on every, any given day. Yeah. But, I, you know, I guess my point is, you know, uh, you're, you're not going to be preventing anyone from ever not getting sick. Like, if that's the case, it and this is what, I mean, we, we, we you know, touched on this last week with, uh, you know, the Great Reset and all that. And, um that's just exactly, you know, what they want. You know, they want everyone to just stay inside, have your, you know, technology. Right, like what happened to dealing with sickness by situation? Exactly. It's like, situational, exactly. Like, if I get sick, what do I do? I stay home, I call out of work, I tell my friends, hey, I can't come out and do X, Y, Z, I'm sick, you know, whatever. 
Wash well, my hands. Don't you, let people cough in my face. And, you know, there you go. You, but you, <laughs> let me just say this. Common you, sense stuff. You getting sick looks different of how I get sick looks different on how he gets sick. Right. So, uh, you know, it's a case-by-case basis. It's not a one-shoe-fits-all sort of thing, you know, in anything. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, especially something as common <laughs> as, you know, the common cold. And, you know, that's what kind of we're, what we're dealing with, you know, here and in, in COVID with it being a coronavirus. So, um, yeah, man, you know, and not for nothing, too, because I know this started with Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to jump down the rabbit <laughs> hole so quickly. It's so but, easy to get there. That's it, the problem. Uh, well, we will. There's plenty yeah, of time. Oh, yeah, for yeah. There's but, plenty. There's going to be plenty of episodes still. I mean, sure. dude, it's crazy. Like, it's starting to feel like it's kind of slipping backwards. But there's also wait. but in the other direction, it's also feels like it's starting to move forward. It's weird. We're right. in this weird time That's of like saying. things are starting to kind of, the restrictions are kind of coming back a little bit. But on the other hand, we're hearing how like these variants are getting weaker and the viruses is getting, you know, it's getting tamed with all these vaccines and, you right. know, all this boosters and stuff. So it's like, well, where the hell are we then? Do you so, think like the fluctuation of like the status of it, of COVID is like that's just how it is? Or do you think it's like predetermined and like the government? Either make, well, it starts to put, make you question: put, Is it, or is it just the media pushing pushing all that like information out? Like, I, I oh, think it's getting really bad. I really do think a lot of the virus on both ends of the spectrum um, is very media driven. Because look, we all agree that it's some level of severity to it. We all agree that you know we should be taking it seriously. But at what point do we do, you know do we stand up and go look like? Be fucking honest with us. What's going on here? Like, well, that's the thing, bro. You, you, they you, never you will. You take a little bit, you give a little bit back. That's you take the thing. a little bit, you, like, especially what, in the they be, never What is it helping? That. Just they, they ne- well, what's either it come helping, up, come up with one uniform. I'll tell you what it's helping. It's, <laughs> it's helping, helping them. It's helping <laughs> their pockets. Right, right. And as long as you know, there's that, and you know, people, you know, I, there, there's a great quote. I forget who said it, but they, you know, they said, uh, "Take lobbying out of American politics, and you'll fix the system in two seconds." You know what I mean? When when you stop paying these politicians to run, you know, their policy through big corporations, it's like you're never going to get anywhere, man. Because right. at the end of the day, it's a skewed message from the top down, and that bleeds up in the media. And that's why Hollywood and, and, you know, this last year, two years, whatever it's been, Hollywood has been on a major decline. These big news networks are on a major decline. Like, we probably get more views than some of, like, these, you know, news channels, you know, sometimes. So it's like... It's bizarre. I, or at least there's people that do that are independent media. Yeah, you know no, I, mean? I, I, I hundred percent agree. I mean, we're we're seeing really the, the the decline of solid journalism. We're seeing the decline of like entertainment, and we're starting to see it become like this it, this this vehicle for you know these politicized messages. Something that should have been like. Entertainment. Look, there's 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 sections of entertainment and sections of the media that have a place for that, but it shouldn't take over the grand scope of all of it. Like Hollywood's supposed to be at its core, is supposed to be entertainment, and and it becomes everything's got this agenda to it, and there's like this whole level of, and I don't even want to get out, not even all the other stuff like the yeah. wokeness and all yeah. this other stuff. Yeah, it's like. You know, at what point did we just stop using our brains and, like, just do common things that, like, you know, just human decency, and now we have to be told, like... Well, see, that's the thing, dude. It's it's because, you know, for 
the last however many years we've had it pretty good dude like we've had it where you know we were able to i guess get lazy so to speak and things were just like so good where we didn't even question or you know really didn't even care you know in certain aspects and you know that that tends to catch up because while we're just chilling there's people every day that are trying to take over the world essentially yeah and you know that's just what it is um it's like some Lex Luthor shit, dude. <laughs> you think they like locked us all down so they could take like roll out five G or like some shit, it, put it in the air? I don't know to hurt us. May, I mean, who knows, man? Five G is a whole other thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but I mean, it's you know uh, the same wing of you know an evil <clears throat> bird. I mean, it's all you know. It's it all stems from the same place. You know what I mean? So. Do you think Hillary Clinton needs babies? <laughs> I know she does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, nah, man, it's pretty bizarre. I, dude, I was watching, I forget what I was watching the other day, but uh, I'm watching a movie. I'm like, yo, I remember when there was a time and place where movies used to, like, really make fun of, like, what was going on in politics and all that yeah, kind the, of shit. Yeah, dude, the political satire was great. It was, it was awesome. Now they agree with, and, and they go along with, um, like, And this now bullshit. all the jokes are just... Cringe. In, right, they're cringy. Ugh. Oh, my God. This is really awkward, like, deadpan type of humor. Right, right. And it's like, no, this isn't funny. This is, like, kind of like a caricature of, like, the generation growing up that's like this. And, like, I don't want to watch that. No, I don't even think it's a generation, dude, because that's a lot of people. I think it's a very niche amount of people. Of a very well, it's, small a, very, it's a very niche group of that generation. But those group, that group, yeah. Yes, but that group though I think is the is the loudest. Um, Definitely the in, loudest in, in some way, and it's just like the small group is able to influence. I mean, think you know about I mean? it. I mean, there's a lot of things that we look at and we're like, "Oh, come on! Like, what are you really complaining about here?" But it, it, and you'll hear the groups in question. They'll be like, "No, that's a very small minority group of people that are saying that." Yeah, we don't really like. For example, like. Um, like I don't know, like really ridiculous cancer culture, uh, cancel culture things, like um, cancer culture. Yikes! Oh God! Yikes! You know, I'm not even really drinking, but I'm a little tongue-tied today. <laughs> nah, I'm a little, I'm a little tired, man. It's been a long day yeah, at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sure. um, why don't we pour up another shot? I hope everyone likes my shot glass. I think it's in. Forget. Sorry. Would you? What were you saying, Mario? Oh, nothing wrong with a pair of tits. There you go. Get make it a double. <laughs> make it a double. Uh, whoa. Subscribe to our OnlyFans. No. <laughs> but, uh, no, well, like, for cancel example, culture. like with cancel culture, like, there's things where, like, you'll hear, you'll hear about, like, oh, like, um, I'm trying to think of a, like, a, like an example of something, like, really ridiculous. Like, um, in cancel culture? Yeah. Someone who's been canceled. No, not even like specifically someone, just like something that someone looks at as like super problematic that's like a little ridiculous. Like a cancelable offense. Like, uh, well, something I mean. Like, obviously, like racism, homophobia, those are cancelable offenses. Right. I'm talking like, uh, I'm trying to think of like, um, like when they try to change whatever the word has, like, a, has like the suffix man at the end, right, they want right, to change right. the person. Right, right, right. And you'll hear. You'll hear those groups of people that are like, no, like, that's ridiculous. Like, they're actually invalidating our cause because they're going after something that's so stupid and silly. And and that's what the media is pushing. 
So now it makes us look like we're these like insane leftist like buffoons. Buffoons. Yeah. They do and, that with a lot of shit. And, yeah. and it's kind of undermi- and it's kind of undermining what we're actually fighting for, which is actually kind of prevalent. And it's a shame because then their message gets totally buried under, like you said, this buffoonery. Yeah, it's it. I mean, listen, you know, if anything is coming through the media, man, you should just, uh, you know, you should just question it off rip, man, because it's like they don't have anyone's best interest at heart. You know, it's that. I mean, that's just really the, the yeah, honest truth. Of it. They, they know that their subscription bases and their, you know. Their viewership is all based on stirring the pot, yeah. right? But that's how they sell their views, and and I think to a certain extent they don't even care about their uh, subscription base because no, a lot of these news companies literally go out of their way to get this bullshit message across, knowing that it's going to hurt. It's going to and it's going to alienate a large group of people that believe the opposite of whatever they're pushing. But whatever is like you know being pushed from, you but know, they the know, top, but they know that pushing those buttons is going to drive more clicks even if they're negative at first maybe but once i mean look if you get to a point where you're like cnn well when you get to a point in your brain's like look i'm thinking for myself fuck this well that's what i'm saying right that's different after like you know two months of just watching you know like cnn and then you can kind of connect the dots like where you know a lot of you know i mean you guys are just saying it now you're describing it where it's like a lot of what they're saying you know is bullshit so it's like after a while you know they know that's coming but they don't care you know, yeah, that's, that's pretty bizarre. No, they don't care because they already they already got what they wanted, which is yeah. ratings. They already got viewership clicks. They don't care. I don't know how we got in this conversation, man. Uh, I don't know. Want to talk so, some football? Let's talk so. a little bit of football. We'll jump back in this conversation. We'll get back to what we're good at. Let's uh, let's <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, right? Let's Aaron Rodgers. Yes, keep the spotlight on Aaron Rodgers. When in doubt, just spotlight goes on Aaron. Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers right? had he us go always- down an entire like socio political rabbit hole. <laughs> Right off the rip, Holy right shit, off dude. the rip, we the live chat numbers just started dropping as they're like, "Oh, these fucking well, guys." Well, surprisingly, are, dude, these guys are filibustering we, we again. Got discount double checked. The one time we were uh, <laughs> talking about, I think we were going from football to like you know a uh, little controversial topics, I guess, so to speak. Oh yeah. But I mean, listen, it's a podcast, man. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. what we do is we talk and yeah. uh, it's what's, we just explore conversations. We do a little bit of everything, exactly. Um, but no, uh, the, the one time our podcast, uh, we were talking about the NFL. Then we were like, we're just talking about like something COVID or something, and then the ratings were going up. Oh, so we had a reverse effect. There it goes. I wonder, yeah. I wonder if anybody's gotten butt hurt over probably over words we said. <laughs> yeah, there's probably been a few people. But guess what, man? We don't say it out of hate. We don't no, say it out of a place. And honestly, I think we come at the subjects pretty objectively. Well, I like we usually give both sides of the coin. I think I like to hear from all sides. Um, yeah, I'm not, you know, so you know, uh, I guess what's the word I'm looking for? Ignorant to you know another side of the coin or multiple sides of a coin. But um, it, it, it's just. You know, sometimes it just gets a little ridiculous. So you're telling me you know how to have a conversation with another human being? No. Well, that's the thing, man. Yeah. And, <laughs> wow. And it's scary. A lot of people... Isn't that isn't that scary? That's rare now? It's very yeah, it rare, is. man. But I think... And listen, we can get into this after uh, NFL. We can get into it now, whatever. But I think that was done by design, Mario. Uh, is getting people away it's from It's interesting people thought. And, and dividing us up into these little subsections of groups... Get us fighting always with each and other. And because when you're isolated by yourself, what are you gravitating towards? Your phone, your phone. And what are they selling? Uh, well, they're selling. <laughs> you're the product, right? This is just a vehicle to get you to to the product that they're pushing. For there that you money. go. Just capitalism, capitalistic agenda. 
Yeah, I mean, this is all kind of interwoven into this like this like classist web that keeps you kind of at one spot, and they can just kind of keep weaving this web to work their way to the top, and you know. It's the elite, and they're, yeah, man, it's everyone else. It's crazy. It's crazy to think about how deep it goes. Here's a shot to the uh, Eagles making a playoff berth. How's that sound? Go birds. There you go. How's that sound, gentlemen? Dude, we got to get into some birds talk today. Salute. We got a a lot to unpack. Yeah, we got a whole, we got a bunch of rabbit holes to dive down. (laughs) Ah. So. Refreshing. Dude, you poured me a, a big shot there. You said make it a double. No, why? Uh, he's got the body armor to wash it down. Those are good. He's fine. All right. So, like I mentioned in the beginning of the show, Alex, sitting at first place, 51 and 24. I'm sorry, 51 and 22, I believe. Sorry. Because that would be... Yes, 51, 22. Because that's 73 games. Wow. There we go. Good uh, record, good record. Alex, 51 and 22, which I think we will be hearing from Alex at uh, the bottom of the hour here. Um, Mario and myself, uh, two games behind at 49 and 24. Brandon, seven games behind, but we are picking 10 games this week. Brandon's record, 44 and 29. So, going into the last week of the season, I guess uh, next Wednesday, we will be doing the Shower of Shame, guys. Holy shit. It's here. Wow, that came up quick. Yeah, it did. It's like what started out as a thought. I mean, it's crazy. The NFL season's already ending. Well, it's crazy. I I just brought this up to the other day was that we had a fantasy football draft go off. We had Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and the NFL season gone. We blinked, and and now it's almost, you know, middle of January. (laughs) So, um,. It, it, dude, and it's tough, dude. I mean, yeah, you got Valentine's Day, you got uh, Easter, you got the NFL draft, MLB starting, you know, NBA, NHL champions. We got our winter meetings coming up. We have our winter meetings too. Uh, season two of the In the Paint Wiffle Ball season will be continuing this spring. Holy shit. Let's go. Holy shit. But uh, yeah, we'll be having some winter meetings uh, probably at the end of the month. And. I'm going to try to broadcast that, if not definitely record it. Like we did last year, we all hopped on a video call to announce the season. And the plan was to do that live, but I forget why we didn't do that live, actually. Maybe everyone wasn't on at the same time. Who knows? But, yeah, so at the end of the uh, month, we'll be doing that and uh, getting ready for season two, man. I'm I'm pretty pumped for that. Actually, now that you bring that up, man, the spring's not a total loss. No. Yeah, dude, it's something to look forward to every year now. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into some picks. Shall we? We're going to pick 10 games, man. Let's do it. I'm trying to look at the most spiciest games here. We're going here. big this week. Let's fire them off. I'm I, ready. I see. Uh, I got all my picks ready. I see the game. I see the first game we're going to pick. Let's all right. Cha- I'm channeling my inner Clem's corner over here. Right. Let me get Let me get some of that. Get energy. some of that juju. Here you go. <laughs> all right, first game on tonight's slate. Slate. We have the Kansas City Chiefs Saturday night versus... The Denver Broncos at the Denver Broncos. I'll start first. Let me just uh, kick back these records here. See who's playing for what. So the Chiefs with 11 wins. So the Chiefs are going to be playing in this game as well. The Broncos don't look like they can make it. Well, they got the Bengals on their tail. Remember, seven teams make the playoffs this year from each conference. I'm just looking at the records from every division. 
They got the Patriots, the Bills, the Bengals. They're all kind of like hovering around 10 wins. Right, right. You got the Titans with 11 wins. Colts so they're going to be playing for something this week. So the Chiefs are definitely Fight for that for one seed in the AFC. I'm going KC. Uh, yeah, you can lock me in for the Chiefs as well. Yeah, I'll take, uh, I'll take the Chiefs. And then we will get Alex's picks here just in a second. All right, so the second game here, what looks like it's going to be a meaningless game. We're still going to pick it anyway. Saturday night, Cowboys-Eggles. Mario, who you going with? Well, it depends because I know the early report was Dallas wasn't going to sit their starters. Um, I know the Eagles have, we have like what, like 12 players on the COVID list right now? Something like that. So that might affect the game. I know they can clear before Saturday, so we'll see. But, you know, what the hell? The Eagles are home. It's hard to beat a division rival twice. You know, I think the Eagles are still going to get up for this game, even if it's the backups. Ah, what the hell? Give me the Eagles in a low-scoring game. The birds. Brand, true true brand, fan right there. Brand new yeah, what with. the hell? I'll go out swinging as a fan this week. Uh, strictly for my picks, I will go Cowboys. Eagles at home. Give me Dallas. That's fair. That, 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 that is a fair pick this week. Next game on the slate, we got the Bengals at the Browns. If we check back here on the standings, Bengals with 10 wins. So the Bengals will be playing hard. The Browns, uh, looks like for all intents and purposes, um, yeah, they're out. The Browns yeah, are I out. Think I think they're already eliminated. But the Bengals yeah. have to win this game to try to get that number one seed still. So with that in mind, give me and Joey. they're on fire. Joey Buckets, man. That's Dude, a big yeah. reason. We'll get into Jamar the Chase. Brandon won the championship. We're going to get into that after this. But, yes, Jamar Chase. That team's legit, man. T. Higgins, uh, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon, Joey Buckets. Give me the Bengals. In a slaughter. Yeah, I'll take Cincy, too. Yeah, I I think they really go out there and handle their business this week. Another good game on uh, the slate. Another AFC North matchup. We got the Steelers at the Ravens. Steelers still alive this week. Steelers are still alive. Hanging on to playoff hopes. And uh, the uh, Ravens need to win. So this is going to be a played out game as well. Both teams are going to be going with their starters here. We're going to go Brandon to lead us off. What you got? Um, That's kind of a tough one. Uh, I'm pretty sure Big Ben retired, right? Well, this could be his last regular season game. Yeah, this could be his last week was his last game at Heinz Field. Unless they yeah. Make, yeah, um, they're probably not even going to play at home if they make the playoffs. So, yeah. yeah, they'll probably be on the road. Uh, yeah. Big Ben sucks. So let me get uh, Baltimore. <laughs> Mario. You know, it's, it's in Baltimore. Baltimore has been, you know, they've had their late season struggles. Steelers are fighting for a playoff spot. What the hell? Give me the Steelers. I'm leaning Steelers here just because they're fighting. I think, uh, you know, knowing this could be Big Ben's last game they get up for, Big Ben is an experienced, uh, you know, this time of year quarterback. January football, give me the Steelers. You know what's crazy, too? Uh, The Ravens should have at least, like, two more wins on their uh, resume because there's twice they tied the game up with, like, seconds to go, and they went for two. Didn't get the two, lost. Well, you know what a lot of that is, too. Early on, they had a lot of those fourth quarter victories. And a couple, I think they had an overtime win, too. And they had there a somewhere. couple. Yeah. So, like, you know, they were kind of playing with fire a little bit, and they got burned. Uh, next game on the slate, this should be uh, 
an interesting game here. So we got uh, the Carl. Which game do I want to do? Let's do uh, Packers at Lions. Packers are uh, not playing any starters this week. They did clinch the one seed. They did. So the Lions. I mean, Lions gonna, play hard. Lions are going to try to be playing hard here. They're at home. They're going to probably try to go out for that win. Give me Detroit. I like that. Okay. Detroit closes out with a little home victory. I mean, uh, you know what? You know what the hell? I'll take the Lions, too. Packers already locked up the one seed. They're not going to play anybody. I say the Packers... Third strings could shit all over the lines. <laughs> <laughs> so give me the Packers. That is quite a possibility. <laughs> the Packers. All right. The Lions have had a rough year. Moving on here. So what's that? Five games down. We got five more to go. We're going to do uh, the so, Saints at yeah. the Falcons. Is that what you're going to say? I was going to say Colts, Jags, but we'll do that too. Saints at the Falcons. That's a tough one. Give me the Saints. The Saints are still fighting for, technically still fighting for a playoff spot. Yes, they are. If the Niners lose and they win, I think they can get in. Yeah, and I mean, Atlanta's, Atlanta's terrible. Yeah, what the hell? Give me the Saints. I'm going Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. Uh, hmm. Yeah, these games are tough, man. You want to do Patriots, uh, Patriots, Dolphins? Let's see where they're at in the standings here. Dolphins. The poor Dolphins, man. They had a, they had a chance to really turn their entire season around. So the and, Dolphins, and it looks like they just might miss the playoffs this year. Yeah, it looks like. I mean, because the Steelers, Ravens play each other. One of these teams are going to have nine wins. Chargers, Raiders. One of those teams are going to have nine wins. And the Colts, for all intents and purposes, are going to have ten. And wins. they should have the tiebreakers. Yeah, so uh, it looks like the Dolphins are going to miss the playoffs this year, and the Patriots are just trying to fight for that one seed in the AFC. Yeah, they're going to show up to play this game. Give me New England. Yeah, I'll, I'll take New England. Brando. I'll take New England. All right, Sunday, 4 o'clock. We got the 49ers at the Rams. 49ers at the Rams. Uh, the National. I mean, Niners are going to be playing up for this game. And the Rams, I mean, yeah, they can't get the number one seed. The Packers. I think they're the two, right? They're going to be the yeah. two. But what are they in the division? It doesn't say here. I'm thinking the Cardinals win unless uh, Rams hold tiebreaker of the Cardinals. Cardinals could get two. Yeah, we'd have, we'd have to look at the division record and everything. But so it looks like that's going to be a game. Rams and 49ers. Uh, I'm going Rams. Oh, that's in L.A. too? Yeah, yeah give me the Rams. Easy money for me. Give me the Niners. Ooh, I like it. All right. Uh, let's see. What do we got? Two more games. Let's do uh, the Chargers at the Raiders. Both now, teams are going to be playing this here. This game's interesting because I don't know if you guys heard the reports earlier. If somehow Jacksonville beats Indianapolis, which I don't think, I really don't think the Colts are going to lose that game. But if somehow the Jags beat the Colts, the Chargers and Raiders can actually both make the postseason if they literally just punt and kneel down and tie. Wow. 
Wouldn't that be bizarre to watch? And that's the 8 o'clock game, so we'll know uh, if the Jags can beat the Colts. I don't think that's going to happen. No, I I really don't. One of these teams is going to be fighting to get into the playoffs for sure. I like the Chargers, man. You know, I'll take Herbert and the Chargers too. I like them too. I think they're a better team. And, yeah, they're, they're going to get in this year. Give me the Las, Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders. All, right. <laughs> All right, and then last game on the slate, let's do the uh, Colts-Jags game. I'm going Indy. Simple. Yeah, yeah, Indy. I mean, the Jaguars this year have been Abysmal. a mess. Trevor yeah. Lawrence is not what he was hyped up to be. Let's no. just put it nicely. He's def- Growing pains is to put it nicely. Indeed. Uh, yeah, Indy, I mean, that rushing attack. Just, yeah, dude. All right, all right. So that's uh, going to conclude uh, week 18, the first ever week 18. Uh, it's going to conclude wow. week 18's picks, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Clap it up. Clap Let's it up. see how we do. Fuck yeah. I like the diversity in the picks this week, too. Yeah. Kind of all over the place. Yeah, you know, uh, it, it's it's going to be I'm an interesting week because a lot of starters aren't going to be on the field. But, I mean, you know, the the consensus here, I mean, we just did the whole you know list of games. A lot of these games do still mean something for a lot of these teams. Yep. And a lot of them kind of feel like toss-ups. Yeah. Because this late in the year, I mean, we've kind of noticed with the parity in the NFL this year, there's been a lot of teams that one week you kind of know what they are. You think you know what they are. And then a couple weeks later, you, they just kind of either go one way or the other. And, I mean, there's a lot of teams hovering around the same records in both conferences. So it's going to be interesting. So, yeah, man. I'm, I'm excited to see what Alex is going to say. Yeah, me too. Um, actually, I'm going to shoot him over a text now. Um, so there's a couple things I want to talk about before we get to Alex, though. Um, one of those things... I do want to say congratulations to a fantasy football champion. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Brandon and Adam, victorious. Yeah, I'm only half. I'm only half. So as uh, some of you may know, uh, this year in Wiffle Ball, we had, uh, you know, everyone had teams and team names. Brandon, Adam, and Mike were Team NBA. Mm, NBA. And oddly enough, they played each other in the fantasy championship. Brandon, uh, what happened in that game, man? Um, on my team just just came out to play. Uh, we had Mike Evans and Joey Buckets and Joey Joe. I mean Joey Buckets just dropping phenomenal phenomenal performance. Yeah. I didn't even watch the games. I mean, he had the cigar in the locker room post game. Yeah, oh, yeah he did. He's yeah, a cool he motherfucker. Yeah, yeah he really is. <laughs> yeah. He don't give a fuck. Uh. Definitely, I'm going to say the Babe Ruth of the NFL, if I had to put it lightly. I like it. I like it a lot, man. <laughs> the great Joey Bambino. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> you heard it here first. But yeah. Coin that shit. My so, team just came out and just scored more points than the other team. So we had a we had an interesting uh, week 17 in the NFL, man. Uh, so as some of you na- may know, we also like to gamble here on this show. We've done it live here on the show. We've also shit. done it I'll gamble privately. right now. Go ahead. We don't have hit, to get hit into the sounder. That. I gotta re-download FanDuel, but I'll do it. No, nah, we don't have to get into all that, man. Um, <laughs> last he's get, he's week, getting ready now. Last week, not only in our picks, I should have probably set this up a little better, but last week, not only in our picks that I go a whopping seven and zero to really like get right there at the last week of the season. 
but I took a, a seven game parlay last week. John's over here clean, cleaning Mario, house. Mario, ask me how I did. How'd you do, John? I hit that last oh, seven yeah, he leg hit parlay. The bank. I hit that seven Had a leg great parlay. Week. Let's fucking go, dude. Let's fucking go. I went nine thousand fucking dollars, bro, on one dollar. Nine grand, dude. Nine fucking grand. Sounds too good to be true. It is. Sounds I, like a real DJ. To nah, me. I won ninety bucks. Uh, <laughs> I took out fifteen bucks and dude, it's a long that's story. not bad. Yeah, it's come up, man. Uh, yeah. You won thirteen on the one fight, dude. Whole thirteen, whole maybe. Should have been one fifty, but FanDuel. Congrats, thanks bro. a lot. Your new customers. I, I appreciate how you treat us. That thirteen dollars plus the fifty from John referring a friend. Yes. It's just sitting in my account right now. You should use that. What are you doing? I know. I'll use it for you. <laughs> no, I, I, I can get it out of your account. <laughs> I can get it out of your account. You just got to send me 50, and then you'll get back 45. No, I was going to ask for a little consultation, but yeah, I mean. If... No, no if, you, uh, if you bet that on like a parlay, and then. I have considered taking maybe a little bit of it. And just kind of dispersing it through a couple different parlays. Well, I was say just I was just gonna say put it on like a parlay, like not like you know games like a couple days in advance, right? And then just cash out of your parlay, and then it'll put that fifty dollars in your account, and then you could just take it out. That's probably your safest bet. You know, that's actually not a bad move. Just extra fifty bucks, do whatever. Yeah, dude, I I can use it right now. Go out to dinner on on Fanduel. There you go, dude. I. FanDuel, if I can go out to dinner on your dime, I'll take back everything I just said. <laughs> oh, man. That Jim Beam just went down the wrong <laughs> Yeah. John got real quiet for a second. Oof. That, you, that want a, you want a dad man, to chase oh, it? Man, oh, man, oh, man. That I do. Ooh. That I do. Smoke weed every day. And that I do as well. Um, You know who smokes weed every day? Who's that? This fucking shot glass alien. Look at this <laughs> shot glass Literally. alien, man. That is the most in the paint podcast shot glass <laughs> we should we should make some shot glasses. Do you want to add that to the merch bundle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do for the band. I wanted too? to make well for the band. I wanted to make coffee mugs. I I want a coffee mug if we do coffee. Win by two coffee mug, yeah. and then how about this? And win by two coffee mug, but an in the paint shot glass. Dude, combo, combo. Oh, I you think know? you're on to something. Oh right yeah, here. I think you guys should do win by two headbands. I like that. Just like a, a plain white headband, maybe like out like the top outline red, the bottom outline blue, and then like win by two. Oh, like, like the classic like NBA like Yeah, headband. yeah, and then nice. just fucking like in normal letters, win by two. You know? I would not be opposed to that at all. And then you can wear it at shows. And then you could like fling it out in the audience. Dude, I would have keep all my hair back. Yeah, dude. I think you're onto something too. Yeah, we'll have to uh dive into uh the merch. Shortly here, but um, yeah, man. Uh, while we're waiting here on Alex, uh, why don't we? Uh, because I want to talk a little Eagles action, man. Listen, they showed the some birds. heart. They showed some grit out there uh, this past Sunday. Um, you know they got down early again. Uh, you know they didn't really do themselves any favors in that game. You know they found themselves down ten nothing very early, playing from behind again, changing their whole kind of scheme on the fly. And you know what? Um. It worked out, but it's not going to work out every time. Listen, the Eagles can't go down going into the playoffs. Let's say you're playing. Especially against these better playoff teams. Yeah. So Right. So for all intents and purposes, I mean, it looks like, you know, if the Rams if the Rams win, it looks like we're going to play the Rams. Now, if the Rams lose and the Bucks win, it looks like we'll play the Bucks. Do we, um, we, we play the Rams this year? 
Uh, not this no, year. No, not this so. year. No, we played the Bucks. We did play the Bucks. Did play the Bucks. And, got, and we, but I, we streamed that game. Right, and I and I think playing them now, it's going to be a much different game. Oh yeah, January football is a different game. And than the way the September. Eagles are playing now, and plus the Bucks just lost like right. Well, they lost sh- Godwin and Fournette. The Bucks have a lot of injury Brown, problems Brown. right now. Yeah, man. and we'll get, the Antoni- are- we'll get into Antonio Brown. In oh a second. my God! Yeah, yeah. yeah. we got to we got to definitely hero. touch on the Antonio Brown. That was bizarre, man. But anyway, um, I understand. Yeah, like you- <laughs> I'm on your side, bud. Uh man, watching that, I'm like, you know, can I do that at my job? Yeah, right. <laughs> just <laughs> just strip down and just fucking peace. <laughs> but yeah, like you know, shout out to the Eagles. I mean, we got to give these guys credit like Nick Sirianni look I was out on him early he's done a lot to prove to me that he can make the adjustments to win and the second half the Eagles have found their identity their running team I've been behind Jalen Hurts since day one and I think he's absolutely deserved um he's absolutely deserving to start next year I mean I I really I don't see any other options between the draft and these free agents coming you know, becoming available. I don't really see a better option. And I really think you have a lot of, you know, you have a lot to build with, with this team. And you have a ceiling with Hertz that you can reach. You know, I really do think that this team, if they can shore up the defense in the draft, you know, they're going to be right in the thick of things again next year. Yeah, man. Uh, like you said, dude, I, I don't see any reason why we try to go after uh, another quarterback. Now, no, you, you know, there's talks of Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson. I'm not sold on that. Even Rodgers. Like, well, Rodgers. If Rodgers becomes a free agent, then I, I'm I mean, like, I mean, look, yeah, it comes down to the end of the day. It's Aaron Rodgers. It's you, Aaron Rodgers. You kick the tires with that one. But I mean. Bro, because, I mean, he does. Aaron Rodgers is a prime example of doing everything with nobodies you know and right granted he's got Devontae Adams and he's got a pretty and he's good older but punch. he still has a few years left sure 100%. and and dude he is fucking like he's sharp as a whip out there. right and, and he also would draw a lot of attention to free agents you'd make players want to come here but then exactly. again I mean I really do think that you know this team has really gravitated to Hertz you can tell they really like him he's a leader and what the hell? I mean, he's on a rookie deal right now. He's cheap. And this draft really doesn't have any franchise quarterbacks coming out. I really do think you stick with Hurts next year and use the draft capital you have to sure up your defense. Maybe you go out and get a veteran receiver to go with Devontae Smith. And then you're good to go. I mean, we got a solid running game. Solid one and two wide receiver. Right. I really do think, and the offensive line's been playing great, and you got a lot of those players now who are younger. Like, you got Mylotta, and you got Dickerson, and all those guys. You know what I mean? So, you know, you're you're you're, you're in good shape next year, and this is a great starting point. Like, seeing them making the playoffs, knowing we still have a lot of, you know, high picks in the first round, is exciting, man. What's not to be excited about? Look, I understand you play who you play on the schedule, and, you know, a lot of these teams they beat in the second half of the season are what they are. But what does that tell you? That tells me that you're not in the bottom 15 of the league. You're in the top 15 in the league. That's what it tells me. It tells me that the Eagles aren't 25th overall in a power ranking. They're more like 15. Right. Which, sign me up. If you would have told me in the offseason we're going to get nine, maybe ten wins. Well, bro, we were talking in the beginning of the season. I could probably pull it up. Six, seven, eight wins tops. I I I remember saying, if you stay afloat, 
around like Thanksgiving going into December, you got a shot at maybe potentially winning like nine games and being right there for the division. Now, that's kind of right on par where we're at. But that was also looking at it optimistically. Five to six wins was kind of more where we were at with it. And they've done, you know, they've exceeded that. We had no hope. Right. You watch this team get off to a two and five start and completely flip the script on this season to have something to look forward to. Playoff experience is so important. Not only playoff experience is so important, yes, 110%, but also getting to the playoffs, anything can happen. Right. Winning is anything so important. Happen. And getting there, you, you can't win a Super Bowl. You can't even be in the dance if you're not invited. John, like you said, like it, it's very, very important that we're, we're seeing growth. And now we're seeing a playoff game. And who knows? Who's to say you can't win a playoff game? Right. Go out there and go win a game. Right. You know what I mean? Because now it, it doesn't come down to, uh, okay, now, you know, there's three weeks left, so we got to win here, and then next week we got to win. Right. Now you can losses. sit back and go, all right, let's just see who we're playing in the playoffs. This game against Dallas this week is whatever. Four quarters of football, let's go out there and go get a, get a W. Right. And move on. You know what I mean? And listen, is this team a Super Bowl contending team? No. No, we're and, not yeah, we're not delusional about this season. We know. But you know, we've come a long way from being just a six, seven win team, and there's a lot of, you know, uh a lot of professional analysts out there that probably won't admit to this. You'll have to go back on their tapes to go find it. But they were predicting the Eagles five, six, oh seven. Oh my god, wins. you see Colin Cowherd's? On his was his his was the worst. On the birds? He had three wins. On the birds. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Hot take, man. And 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 you know what? We're not going down like that. No. Come on. So, you know, and that's just one example. Hell, Chris Sims didn't even have Jalen Hurts in a top forty quarterback. And guess what? Jalen Hurts is a Pro Bowl. There's only thirty two starters. Yeah. <laughs> and that's bizarre. You have backups ahead of him on your list. That's that's absurd. And what has he done? He's went out there and exceeded the expectations. And he's got this team in the playoffs, and he's playing like a QB one and like a leader. I can't ask for anything else. I I just wanted to see this team trend in the right direction this year. Yeah, and they've done more than that. They've shown me that you know there's hope. This team won four games last year, and the state of the franchise was complete disarray and abysmal. Abysmal. Yeah, depressing to think about, and left a ton of question marks this year. To see this team gelling in January. When you want to see your team come together and play their best football has been great. Right. It's been exciting. We were talking about Aaron Rodgers uh, earlier in the show, um, but we were also talking just now uh, Aaron Rodgers. Did you see this, guys? I've not. So Aaron Rodgers goes on. uh, This is TMZ is reporting. NFL teams are recommending my COVID med uh, regime to treat players. And then I believe in the article it goes on to say, uh, you know, it goes on to say the Packers quarterback was on the Pat McAfee show, uh, and and saying that his treatment of, I don't know if I'm even able to say this word, but the I word, um, Iver, I'm just gonna say it, uh, ivermectin, um, and I think we, monochlor, monochlor antibodies. Um, I think they just booted us off. Well, there you know, goes. Then, then so be it, bro. I'm there just, goes the I'm COVID just, warning on I'm, the list. I'm just reporting. Yeah, right. I'm just reporting on what TMZ reported. Yeah, don't shoot the messenger. Don't shoot the messenger. So 
I thought that was very interesting. Aaron Rodgers is very, uh, I, I don't know what he is. Because it's like, a lot of people, oh, man, see, he's anti-vax. Oh, like, he's Joe Rogan's buddy. <laughs> we'll see how, That's all you ever hear. Do we live in a sense, uh, do we really live in a place where Joe Rogan and, and Aaron Rodgers are both hated equally because of some, what? Some bullshit fucking. Yeah, like, it, like if you don't agree with it, who cares? They're not out here claiming to be these medical professionals. They're just saying, this is what I do. I have a lot of money. I can afford these treatments. This is what I'm doing. And it's like, okay, yeah. great. Hi, is this in the podcast? Uh, it looks like we got our, uh, a caller on. Sorry to cut you off there, Mario. Oh, yeah, Mario. yeah, go ahead. Let's see. Hey, hey ma'am, how you doing tonight? Is this, is this the in the podcast? Yeah, you're in the right spot. You're in the how right are you? spot, caller. How are you, how are you doing tonight, caller? I heard this is where you could get the penis enlargement pumps, the best in the land. <laughs> the, uh, so, sir, uh, what size were you looking for? Were you for? looking for the extra small? Extra small. All right. So um, what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to give you a peanut shell and a rubber band. Just put is that, that over. Called the after- is that the African Bugandi treatment? <laughs> that is the African Bugandi treatment, sir. How uh, Did you uh, hear about that uh, through... Um, my Dave or what's Dave? Yes, it was through the Dave app. Sixty nine, sixty nine. Did you uh, did you accidentally click one of those ads when you were on page fifty six of Pornhub? Yeah, now my computer won't stop. It's just fucking Richard Simmons porn exercise porn. At least you're getting oh, in shape. Yeah. There you go. So what? what At least you're breaking a sweat. What we're gonna need you to I do get it all. is go and get a Google Play card <laughs> and then give us. Give us the code of the Google Play card, and then we can get that off this your computer This is the IRS. Please get me three iTunes gift cards, or I will expose those photos you... Uh... I got scammed like that before, <laughs> dude. It was horrible. Yeah, dude. That's rough. the IRS, I, Dude, I did, too. Dude, they're the worst, man. I did, too. They're my, ruthless. Dude, I got scammed myself, man. Uh, it's a long story, but... Long story short is uh, I was told my PayPal, I couldn't get my money from my PayPal. All I had to do was go down the street to go get a Google Play card, give them my Google Play card, PayPal, quote unquote, and then my uh, money would be unlocked. Well, long story short, I went and got it, and $100, I was out. So, shit happens. Wow. You ever get the, uh, the, the the sex bot one where they try to like, it's called like sexploitation? Uh, no. You ever heard of that? No, I need to. <laughs> so so this was hilarious, by the way. So you know how you get like the bots that'll be like, oh, I'll click my like live cam, like whatever. Yeah. So you click the link. Well no. You click yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Freudian slip. <laughs> but you, you click so you click the yeah. link and you know it'll be like just like this like pre recorded like bot video of some chick like doing shit like playing with herself on cam or whatever and, and all of a sudden you know that they, they try to get you to you know do some stuff whatever on cam and then it cuts no that or it shows you oh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it like reflects yeah. your webcam back at you and then they're like this is the police mario we don't want to know if, what uh you're getting into in the give dark us, web there. send ten thousand dollars or we're going to expose you to the following people and they go on like your facebook profile and they look at like who you're related to oh and they start listing names and you're like oh my god i gotta send them 10 grand you run to the bank and you're like fuck dude oh my god i never forget i got texted one of those and i was just like 
I'm reading the names and I'm just like, well, <laughs> it's going to be an interesting Christmas dinner. <laughs> How am I going to explain this? Yeah. So, uh, so caller, um, who do we got on the line here? Who who is nice enough to grace us with uh, their presence here on tonight's show? Clem's Corner, baby. Hey! Hey! It's Clem's Corner. So, Clem, since you were calling about the penis pump, we're going to call you Tripod from now on. Is that all right? Yeah, I was just giving you guys a uh, secret shopper like test, calling it about the penis pumps. Make okay, sure so this is job. Alex giving his read from home. Thank you, thank you. Do we do we pass? Just throw it out there. Okay. <laughs> Solid man. Uh, so we're gonna be going over some uh, football picks. Obviously, we just got done. Uh, you know, our side of the picks. We picked ten, ten games uh, this week. Um, you know. Uh, so we're gonna get into that now, man. You're in first place, by the way, fifty-one and twenty-two. Me and Mario are uh, sitting at forty-nine and twenty-four, two games back, and Brandon is at forty-four and twenty-nine. We're nipping at man. your heels. You worried at all, man? Let me just uh, let me just get this out of the way. Let me address the elephant in the room. You worried at all about uh, losing your first place throne here? Yes, I am worried. Okay, Whoa. Right, he's worried. He's worried. I like it. I am. I like it, man. Um, that's what we want, man. We want to send uh, uh, you know, shivers down your spine, bro, because you're gonna be the one getting shower shamed next week. Cause that's just next week. That's right around the corner. Cause you don't want to extend this into the playoffs, correct? You you just want to end this on week eighteen. Exactly. I just want to get a smooth transition to the W. All right. So so you're worried, but at the same time confident that you're gonna get the dub. So do you prefer Uh, spicy mustard, yellow mustard, Dijon? I wouldn't say I'm confident. I'm sweating, (laughs) dude, because this is how I lost last year. We could always go into the playoffs. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I just want to win. (laughs) Sounds good, man. All right, so let's rapid fire these off. Uh, We got Kansas City at the Denver Broncos. Uh, Both teams are playing here. Go Kansas City. Kansas City it is. We got uh, the Birds versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Or, I mean, versus the... uh, The Birds are playing themselves. This is a scrimmage. Well, yeah, they kind of always play themselves. All right, guys. All right, bro. Okay. Bring it along. He's he's forecasting another slow start in the first half. (laughs) We're going to be shooting ourselves in the foot. <laughs> all right, is that all? Is that all of our system? We had to get uh, it out. Yeah, we're uh, good. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, we're so childish. Alex, you got one? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, unless you do have one, Alex. Uh, I heard the birds versus the birds. So who are they really playing? <laughs> They're playing the Cowboys. Ah, fuck. Ah, uh, let's go with the Cowboys. Cowboys, it is. Then I'm revoking we- your fan card. <laughs> Effective immediately. We got the Bengals at the Browns. Both teams are going to be on the field playing for something. Go with the Bengals. I like it. Joey Bucket's on fire. Uh, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Baltimore Ravens. Is Lamar Jackson playing? I don't think so. I'll take the Ravens. We got the Packers, who are probably not playing any of their starters, versus at the Detroit Lions. Fuck, dude. Packers. We got the Saints at the Falcons. Oh, what a shitty game. Saints. <laughs> uh, 
Patriots at Miami. Oh, that's tough. Fucking red hot Miami. Uh, who's at home? Miami. Dolphins. Fuck, dude. Give pa- me the Patriots. Patriots. Are, I would say they are playing for the one seed. Just keep in mind. He's got the Patriots. We got the Niners at the Rams. The Rams. All right, two more games. We got the Chargers at the Raiders. Fuck, dude. Give me the Raiders. All right, and last but not least, we got the Colts at the Jaguars. Give me the Colts. Sounds good, man. Picks are locked in for week 18, man. Uh, Alex, uh, you know, you know, it's sad. Unfortunately, it can't be on the show tonight, man, but uh, fucking, you know. We'll be back in the saddle uh, next week. Hopefully, hopefully, yes, we will. I'll be there. Hopefully. I had to work late tonight. That's fine. Real man. life sucks, dude. Dude, yeah, it's it's. I feel you, buddy. It's tough, dude. It's tough. That's all right, man. Because we got a new song, new video coming out. That's gonna fucking take over. That's right. It is gonna take over. That's Recorded fun. that video since Friday. Photos tomorrow. Friday. It's a little, it's a little uh, Eagles versus Eagles action. Got a nice concept set up. Hell yeah, man. Well, thank you. I don't want to give too much spoilers. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to give too much spoilers, man. We appreciate you calling in, though. Uh, I know you got some work to attend to, but... uh, Fuck you. Good luck this week, man. Uh, You know, hopefully you don't pull it out. Hopefully you flop on every game. You know, we come back somehow. One of us here, sitting here currently, takes the lead, and you're getting shower shamed again. I'm sure I will get shower shamed. <laughs> I'll be I always get. I always lose to the end. Just remember, you'll always have Clem's corner. There it is. Lose by two. Lose, lose by, by two. two. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, lose by two games. Could be Alex Clemish. Hey, hey. Jared yes, Turn McGurkin. Turn McGurkin on Twitter. Uh, Check me out on uh, Twitch. For, for Twitch. The Gamer 69. There it is. Uh, yes, it's uh, on Twitch. You know, Turn McGurkin, all that good shit. What are you on uh, TikTok now, bro? Because I know you since changed your name. Just win by two official. Win by two official. There it is, man. Um, dude, thanks you. Thanks for calling in, bro. Uh, we'll talk to you. Yo, Clem had uh, a good night, boys. That Me live too. stream going during rehearsals last night. He said there was a couple hundred people watching. That's cool, man. He's yeah. uh he's doing good on TikTok. Yeah, man. He uh seemed to found his groove uh there. But um no, nah, it's always a good time. Uh you know, we got the phone line, so anyone can call in. Uh number is 856-800-8558. Again, 856-800-8558. Yeah, come on in, Two talk points. to us. Talk about whatever, you know what I mean? Uh you think that Aaron Rodgers sucks and that maybe he should get, you know, immunized, I guess is the word. Tell no, us why you think immunized. he's a bad guy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tell us why you think he's a bad guy, right? All right, so... Like uh reporter calls. We were talking a little bit... Yeah, right? We were talking a little bit about A.B., uh, Aaron Rodgers, and all that good jazz here. Did you guys know with the whole Antonio Brown situation? We'll get into that real fast. Did you guys see all this? So I know I know there was reports that he was getting held out because they didn't want to pay him his, his bonus for... I think is receptions, right? So it says right here on the screen, Antonio Brown needed eight more catches to unlock $333,000 bonus. He also need 55 receiving yards to unlock another $333,000 bonus. 
He also just needed one receiving touchdown to unlock another $333,000 bonus, which all in total equals a million dollars. If he had eight catches, 55 yards, and a touch, that would have been a million dollar. That's like one sequence. game's worth. <laughs> right. That's a, yeah. that's a half's worth. Right. Maybe. So, uh, you know, we obviously all saw that outburst, uh, you know, them playing the Jets, the Bucks playing the Jets. And honestly, man, you know, I, I see both sides of this because on one side, you know, if he was sat out, that's fucked up. You know what I mean? That That's kind of messed up. Um, I, I don't really know if that was the case, though. I, I haven't heard. I, apparently, I, I've heard from the Bucks side is that he he was hurt. And I think they were trying to keep him out to preserve his health. Did he say he was good to go? I, I, I guess based on this, he was probably upset that he wasn't going to get his incentives. Right. And um, yeah, it was just weird, man. Like. Like, we all know that A.B. has his issues. And I know a lot of people claim that, you know, he may have mental health issues. And he very may well have a lot of mental health issues that he might need help with. Very serious help. Uh, bro. I mean, this was... This is not know, normal behavior. This was hands down mental health related. Because, I mean, listen, even if you, you know, do... Even if you do get sat out, right, because of an injury problem or whatever, I mean, you don't just get up and freak like, out. You like, know what I mean? did you see the comparison that was being made to him and T.O.? No, I haven't, no. So there was a comparison. It said, who is the bigger diva, A.B. or T.O.? It's A.B. by a mile. A.B., yeah. T.O., with all his own mental health things and you know, his antics here and there, one thing T.O. always gave you was 100%. Right, He right. played the fucking Super Bowl on one leg. That is true. Really, Good if point. you... Yeah. It had 10 catches for 100 yards, whatever the hell it was, 110 yards. Like, this was just something you would think you would see, like, in a, in a comedy movie. Right, right. It, it, it's it's bizarre, man. It's well, it's crazy. It's bizarre to watch, man. I mean, you know, luckily they're few and far between, Um, you know. But with him, though, it's like, that, that could be like, because he's had so many of these. Between all the things that went on with the Raiders, and then you know he signs with Brady and the Patriots to, for a little bit, they cut him, and then whole bunch of other crazy things in his personal life going on. Yeah, he's had a, a crazy. It's been story, wild, man. man. Ever since he left Pittsburgh, it's like you know a struggle to just stay on a team, yeah. not stay healthy, just to stay and to on just a stay team. focused. Right. It's just you really looked at it, and you're like. You saw him with, you know, the Bucks last year when they won the Super Bowl. Like, he seemed like, okay, he's finally found his place again. He's with Brady, who, you know, obviously really cares about him. I mean, even in New England, he was, you know, pushing for the Patriots to bring him in. Yeah, he was. And, and, there was one point where Brady uh, let A.B. stay at his yeah, house. Yeah, so he was he was lobbying for A.B. hard. So, like, you really kind of looked at it like, okay, A.B.'s found his niche. He's on, you know, he's, he's, he's getting a lot of targets. He's on a good team. That's a Super Bowl contending team. And you're thinking like, okay, how could you screw this up? You got the, you know, you got out of the, you know, you got out of, you know, at the time Oakland, uh, and you know, to me, it's, it's, it's a matter of like this guy might just need serious help. I mean, I, I get the the other side of the coin. People argue it's like, well, you know, where where was all this crying for mental health before? Now it's all of a sudden, you know, these antics over money. You know, how could you call, cry mental health? This is this is purely a money thing, and him just throwing a tantrum. 
Well, like you said, John, even if you're frustrated about that and you get benched so a team doesn't have to pay you, you know, incentives in your contract. Well, the whole point of you having incentives in your contract is because this team doesn't trust you and they're giving you, like, a prove-it-to-me deal. Right. There's no guaranteed money in it except for, you know, the guess, like, the base salary or whatever. So that in itself tells you, like, bro, like, you're on... You're 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 you know you're on this last chance. Then ice, and you're kind of on borrowed time. The way you've been behaving, right? It's like, what are you doing here, man? And if and if it comes down to like mental health, the NFL can't let this continue. No, because he's continuously. It, this is like making a mockery of the sport, in a sense, because it 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 it, it, it fuels that narrative of like, oh, these entitled, overpaid athletes are acting like babies out there and blah, blah, blah. And the NFL doesn't care about their own well-being or their players. And just, you know, look, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't see him getting – I mean, there might be a team maybe takes a flyer on AB again down so, the road. I don't see I don't see anything, you know, happening at least next season. I think he's I think he sits out for the year. So what I'm seeing here uh, – so like you said, Mario, initial reports indicated Brown was concerned about one of his ankles and didn't want to play. Arians, however, said Brown never told him he was injured and added that the two had a conversation and that the player just left the field. Uh, but it is interesting. The graphic I shown here was uh, Josina Anderson, uh, ESPN analyst, or was at one point at least, uh, says if Antonio Brown wants a job on another NFL team, he can have one. This is not an opinion. This is just what I know. So, and you know what? You know, Antonio Brown, man, I mean, just two weeks ago, had like 10 catches over 100 yards. Yeah, he's having a great year. Great yeah. year. I mean, obviously, he's on the Buccaneers with Tom Brady. I mean, so. he, he tore us up. <laughs> well, he tore us up, yeah. But again, with Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, so you got to take that in mind. But at the end of the day, I think... Still think Antonio Brown. Listen, if the if the Eagles went out and got Antonio Brown, I'd be happy. You know right. What I mean? It comes down to the talents there, to where you're like, okay, if the team takes a flyer on him, you get it. But at what point do you look at this and go, okay, this is just who this guy is? And you know, to to make a comparison, again, going back to like making a comparison to To, you know, people always look at To and say, okay, this is who he is. Right. But like I said, at least with T.O., you, you get in the production and you're getting the dedication. It's just all the other things like, you know, here in Philly it was the contract dispute and feeling like he deserved more money, which I really think he earned the money. Here we go right here. This is uh, looks like it's breaking. Well, here uh, we go. OK, so we got Antonio some- Brown released a statement telling his side of the story Ooh, okay. of the Buck saga. He said Bruce Arians tried to make him play through an ankle injury. Ooh. Okay, I like I like where we're at. So this kind of goes against the whole the whole report of him getting up frustrated for being kept out. Right. He wanted to sit out. So can you read that, Mario? Uh, yeah. Okay. So here we go. So so this, this is, is from Antonio Brown. Yes. This, this is breaking. Was, this was just posted. God, ten minutes ago. Yes. All right, so it says, first of all, I'd like to express my gratitude to the Bucks fans and teammates. By the way, the Bucks did come out after the game. Bruce Arians did say he is no longer a Buck. A Buck, right. He's done. He's done. It's over. They're cutting ties with Antonio. It's out of here. Go hit the fucking bricks. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so it says, the Bucks helped me return <laughs> to productive football 
After I had difficulties that could have ended my career, we worked together to resolve those difficulties, and I will always appreciate that. Being part of a Super Bowl champion team and then a contender is a dream come true. He goes on to say, I made mistakes, I'm working on myself, and I have positive influences around me. But one thing I don't do is shy away from playing hard on the field. No one can accuse me of not giving my all every play. Because of my commitment to the game, I relented my I relented to pressure directly from the coach to play injured. Despite wow. the pain, I suited up. The staff injected me with what I now know is a powerful and sometimes dangerous painkiller that the NFLPA is warned against using. Oh wait! Oh shit! Wow! He's all. He was all. He's throwing shots. Throwing you, some serious shade. Do you think that had anything to do with his uh, outburst? Yeah. Do you, do Maybe you think, it was induced. It was induced by the drug. Do you think a lot of this is kind of like fucking with his like entire like chemical makeup? What if maybe he can't? Maybe his, he just can't handle those. Or what, what if, I'm saying? Or, right? or yeah, exactly. Or I'm here. Let me flip a whole other argument out here. What if the NFL and everybody was against AB? And they because were just he knew to, something. And it's a smear campaign. And it's a smear campaign. <laughs> oh man! Dude, because people like you read the comments and like those videos, and people are like, "Oh, there he goes! Right, send him to the loony bin!" Right, exactly. Wait, exactly. They're, they're trying to push him into a straitjacket. So go ahead, Mario. Exactly. Here, continue. Okay, so let's see here. So AB a- has been injected with we now know is a strong, Drugs. powerful, probably opiate. Of and some this sort. is allegedly according to him. Right. We don't probably, know the facts probably yet. Probably morphine. Probably morphine. Tra- or, uh, what's that Cortisone. Shit, well, you got cortisone. That's pretty uh, popular. You got um, Toradol, which is a strong Toradol, uh, yeah. uh, medication for when athletes are injured. And who knows? Maybe, you know, some sort of... And guys in the past have abused these. Morphine. Yes. Sure. Yes. It's good. So let's see. It says, I gave it all for the team. I played until it was clear that I could not use my ankle to safely perform my playing responsibilities. On top of that, the pain was extreme. I took a seat on the sideline, and my coach came up to me very upset and shouted, What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I told him, quote, It's my ankle. But he knew that. So apparently Bruce Arians knew that AB was playing through this injury. Okay. Uh, It was well documented, and we had discussed it. He then ordered me to get on the field, and I said, quote, Coach, I can't. He didn't call for medical attention. Instead, he shouted at me, and this is all in caps, so he must have yelled it at him, You're done. While he ran his finger across his throat, Coach was telling me that if I didn't play hurt, then I was done with the Bucks. I didn't quit. I was cut. I didn't walk away from my brothers. I was thrown out. Being fired on the sideline for having a painful injury was bad enough. Then came their, quote, spin. Coach denied on national television that he knew about my ankle. That he, yeah. That's 100% inaccurate. Not only did he know that I missed several games with the injury, he and I exchanged texts days before the game where he clearly acknowledged my injury. He obviously knew I was on the injury list, and the GM acknowledged after the game in text messages to my camp that I did tell Coach about my ankle pain on Sunday. And then there's more. <laughs> wow. So we got to zoom in on this one. So this is quite a quite a uh, speech. He here. did not hold back. Dude. This Ant- is going candid. Antonio Brown right now. Uh, so we were just, <laughs> funny enough, saying how this guy uh, could def- definitely have uh, you know a career and a future here in the NFL. Hey, come to Philly, bud. Dude, come to Philly is right. Uh, we, we were talking about getting that veteran receiver. 
Well, you know, now, man, I mean, listen, I, I think uh, this is no holds bar here. Antonio Brown has – he he's – He's not throwing up the white flag essentially, but he knows what he has just done. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. But you got to think his publicists and his people and his camp that are working with him. Now, granted, there has been people that have come out and said his Antonio Brown has to disconnect himself from his camp. But everyone that greenlit this knew what the uh, I guess the repercussion would be. This right. is if you ever wanted to play football again, you don't say this. This is going to ruffle some feathers. Sure. I, now I don't think he ever plays again. No, I mean this teams is, don't want this. This is about as open and honest as you'll hear a player talk. Right. I mean, you know, you always hear players try to keep that player speak, right. just like you hear coaches try to keep that coach speak. This is just, and again, like we said, this is all alleged. This is coming from AB and his camp. We don't know the truth right now. We're still kind of feeling things out. We've heard from both sides, but this is like, I mean. If he's being open and honest about it, this is as open and as honest as you know you could expect him to be. Yeah. So, okay, so he continues on here. It says, I know we were losing to the Jets, and that was frustrating for all of us. But I could not make football plays on that ankle. Yes, I walked off the field. But there's a major difference between launching, launching from the line and taking hits compared to jogging off the field with a rush of emotions going through your mind. I am reflecting on my reaction, but there was a trigger. The trigger was someone telling me that I'm not allowed to feel pain. I acknowledge my past, but my past does not make me a second-class citizen. So now so now he's really kind of like, you know, you're kind of clear about where he's going with this. My past does not forfeit my right to be heard from when I am in pain. First, they cut me. Now they cage me. Instead of asking how I felt or getting to the bottom of it, the team texted my camp, promoting a totally false narrative that I randomly acted out without any explanation. They even told us in writing, quote, don't spin this any other way. Hold on, guys. This is fucking great. This is so this is great juicy, right man. This is so great right and, now. And this has only been out for about, like we said, about 10 minutes. Yeah, so we're tit, getting this like as... Tit for tat on right, this one. We're getting this, this is about is as why, hot off the press as we can get it. This is why we love doing live shows. Dude, this is great. This is, I mean, this is like a this is a literal live reaction right now. This, this is, is live awesome. reaction. Let's pour another shot up. Did you give me a fucking... I think I need another shot. <laughs> I need another shot. <laughs> no, I, got this. You, I got you. I got Whew. you. This is a this is a good one. Guys. I should have kept the brown bag on the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> you sandbagging son of a bitch. <laughs> so right. here we go. Oh, let's, oh, hold on, let's do a that shot. That fills oh, yeah. up. That oh, yeah. fills up quick. Yeah, I told you, man. This thing's you could dangerous. you could dump someone here. Oh, uh, it's gonna make a mess. All right, never mind. Just yeah, I just might have to go ahead. Sip it. Sip it. Here, off let's the top. Uh, let's do a quick cheers. This is fucking great. Antonio to Brown. Antonio Brown, come to f- Philly. You're a f- yeah, come to Philly. We'll accept <laughs> you, bro. You're a fucking. Legend. You're true. You're you would fit right in. We don't give a fuck. Cheers. Should have not, not a chaser. <laughs> All right, Mario, continue. All right, so let's see. Where was I at? Woo. Um, I think at first they cut me. Okay, like yeah, so me. it was like right after that, right? Okay. They even told us in writing, quote, don't spin this in any other way. I have stress. I have things I need to work on. But the worst part of this has been the Bucks' repeated effort to portray this as a random outburst. They are telling people that first I walked off, then I was cut. Now he triples down on the nose. No, no, no. Wow. I was cut first, and then I went home. 
They threw me out like an animal. Jesus, And I bro. refused to wear their brand on my body. So I took my jersey off. Wow. <laughs> That's, I mean, That's the sound of his career. <laughs> I got I to gotta hit like every soundbite here. Wow. I'm just going to hit all the soundbites. Dude, right this then. is worthy of every soundbite First, ever. I'm going to start it with that one, and then I'm just going to hit this one. You are thank you. Okay, continue. Okay, so the next paragraph says, As part of their ongoing cover-up, they are acting like I wasn't cut, and now demanding that I see a doctor of their choice to examine my ankle. What they did not know until now is that on Monday morning, I had an urgent MRI on my ankle. You know what's real funny? Real quick, let me just point this out. We were mentioning T.O. earlier. You know who T.O. and Antonio Brown have in common? Not only that they're wide receivers. They're agent. Their agent. Who's their agent, Mario? Mr. Uh, Drew Rosenhaus. Drew Moneybags Rosenhaus. And, he, and he's allegedly, well, not allegedly, he's known infamously for being a pain in the ass of an agent. We'll just put yeah. it that way. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, he's had some high-profile players over the years, and, the, and you kind of see the pattern. <laughs> right, right. So go ahead, um, continue. So it says, it shows a broken bone fragments stuck in my ankle, the ligament torn from the bone, and cartilage lost. Which are beyond painful. You can see the bone bulging from the outside. But that must and can be repaired. The MRI has been read by two top orthopedic surgeons in New York City, including Dr. Martin O'Malley at the Hospital for Special Surgery. Not realizing that I had already scheduled a surgery at HSS, the Bucks, quote, ordered me under penalty of discipline and with a few hours notice to show up to a more junior doctor at H- or HSS for another opinion. What a joke. Huh. They're playing like I wasn't cut, giving me a surprise attack, quote, order to show up to another doctor with no reasonable notice and setting this whole thing up as a basis to cut me because what they did on Sunday was not legitimate. Sorry, GM. I already received a confirming opinion from the top doc at the hospital you, quote, ordered me to go to. And he goes on to say, I love the Buck fans. I really do. I love my teammates and everyone who showed me grace and believed in me. I gave the Bucks everything I had on the field. What the organization is doing now needs to be cleaned up. I do not understand how people publicly claiming to be concerned about my mental health can do these things to me in private. Once my surgery is complete, I will be back to 100% and looking forward to next season. Business is going to be booming. Oh, jeez. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I think business is going to be bust. No boom, all bust. (laughs) I'm on his side. I think. I mean, I respect. He's winning the Super Bowl. I respect the open honesty. I got to. I'm just going to say. He's going for it. Yeah, man. Uh, Yeah. I'm definitely going to have to uh, share that tweet when you get that out there. A.B. A.B. Going crazy. Going crazy. Going crazy. <laughs> Actually. Shit. <laughs> well, people might say, oh, man, what do you mean he's going crazy? Like, his mental health, man. So I'm just going to say uh, A.B. Gone. Gone. A.B. lets it all out. A.B. Uh, <laughs> A.B.'s tell all. A.B. tells all. A.B. spitting bars. A.B. spitting <laughs> spittin facts. Tell him to come to Philly, dude. Straight Bar- facts. Bars with a Z, guys. <laughs> I like that, dude. Tweet that shit. Reply. Uh, Viral. Man. Guys, that's fucking crazy, huh? That is wild, I man. mean, that's breaking here on the show. It's a, it's, a, it's a main reason why we like to do this live. Uh, 
But I mean, what what are your current thoughts? I mean, listen, just just 15 minutes ago, we were here defending this guy, saying how he's gonna get, or at least I was. I'll, I'm, let's not speak out of context, but I'm saying he's next year going into next year, he's got a job. This comes out, guys. I mean, this is bad. I mean, listen, we don't know about what was going on in the Bucks or in Antonio Brown's respected camps, right? So all we have is the power of the sight and sound and information, right? So we can only go off that. Um, well, let me ask you this. Go ahead. Ask away. Is he vaccinated? Uh, see, that's the other thing that people were upset about with AB. He was, was not probably vaccinated. He was not vaccinated, yes. and he also falsified a vaccine card. Oh yeah, he's not which, getting a job. Which yeah. if he was pe- vaccinated, which, which yeah. people are upset about that because they look at it and they're like, "Well, you know, that's supposed to be a felony offense, and because he's in the NFL, it just gets swept under the rug." See, I, I, I didn't I, know all that. I kind of, I kind of just like, yeah, that kind of like me. Chef give him away or something. I, I forget what happened. This was that, that was a few weeks ago, actually. That but was pretty recent too. Right, so but th- that's a whole. Nother, but that's a whole other whole thing in itself. Issue. Yeah, that's Correct. a whole other. This issue. is an isolated incident, which to me, like you, you can't you can't put that in with it. You no. have to look at it its own as so, its own thing. So it basically it basically comes down to who do you believe? Who's who do you think's more truthful? Well, see, the problem is too is other people aren't going to do that. They're they're no. gonna they're gonna add that on and say, see, this guy's just a problem. fucking nuts. This He's guy's just fucking a fucking crazy. asshole to yeah. everybody, right? Uh, it, if you want my opinion, yeah, that's why we're here. Nah, <laughs> um, I mean, look, looking at it at face value, man, it's very easy to to say, look, the guy's fucking off his rock or whatever. But at the same time, you know, we talk about the NFL being fixed and which it is. Which okay, I'll say that to what extent we don't really know, right? But I mean, not play to play, but. There's there's an to, idea, an ex, to, to an extent it's fixed right there so there's an idea where we think there could be some uh, it's entertainment know, to yeah there could be some you know misleading things going on right for sure so if if that were the case right, right. what would be you know so different to say the NFL doesn't want Antonio Brown to play these owners maybe don't like him or whatever the case might be they're conspiring against this guy. For his NFL career. Because that's what it sounds like. That's what it seems like. That's what it seems like. I mean, in, in Antonio Brown, what he's making it out to seem is, you know, the Bucks are trying to force him to play through an injury. They didn't want him to see certain doctors. They only wanted them him to see his, or their doctor, rather. You know, um, who knows? I mean, listen, I, I'm not in the center of all of this, but... Do you think he's actually getting ankle surgery? He might be. His ankle might be messed up. I mean, from the sound of it, there's an injury See, there. I'm surprised he hasn't tried to, like, because he has the results, right? I'd imagine he does. You can't post, like, the actual results of that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, come on. If you got an MRI or you got x rays done or whatever, you can't, like, post those results. I did see him. He was. That'll a... just kind of legitimize it right there. I think oh he was at God. a Knicks game or something, too. I saw him courtside. So you, what you, so I I mean I know they were playing the Jets so I guess he was hanging around in the New York area. I didn't see this. Did you see the video of the guy the Uber that apparently picked him up? Yeah, no, that was hysterical, dude. Yeah, that really was. If you can find that, we should play that, dude. That's hilarious. No, uh, dude. So yeah, it's pretty bizarre. I mean, you know what you I guess 
thought of AB going into this, like me, if I thought he was going to play next year, now I definitely think he is He's out of a job, man. Because, listen, NFL teams want to go on professional. They don't want drama surrounding their franchise. We know about this, you know, from the days of Terrell Owens, right? Back in the early days. You know, if, if teams don't want to touch this kind of thing, man. It just no. leaves a poor taste in their mouth, their fan base, fan base's mouth. I mean, Antonio Brown is very talented, and if he... You know, he's probably serviceable on any NFL team. That's not the debate here. The debate here is people don't like this. It's who you're, it's who you're going after. Because right. you got to remember, these GMs in the NFL, there's kind of like a fraternity of these GMs. Exactly. You know, so you're, 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 you're specifically going right after the GM. You're going after Bruce Arians. You're, you're going right after this franchise. Um, you know, owners, like you said, Owners and GMs are going to steer clear of this because they don't, they don't, they don't. You know what I mean? They don't want to deal with this. Um, and it gets to a point where the talent gets outweighed by all the baggage, right? And like you know, we mentioned To a couple times already, but like you, you look at To, and the reason why teams were able to kind of put up with the baggage was because he's a Hall of Famer, and AB is a great receiver, and you know nothing. Not taken away from his talent, but you, you get to a point where it's like, okay, how much of a difference does this guy really make in our offense that he's worth keeping around? Because if the headaches that you got to deal with with this, then the, the, does the good outweigh the bad? Right. So you're going to see teams thinking of it that way, and they're just going to pass on him. And I mean, he's going to end up. I, like I really do agree League. that I thought he would have had a job again. Yeah. I thought I figured next year he might take the year just to kind of just look lay low. No teams are going to really want to touch you after what you just went through. But you'll be back in 2023 or whatever. Now, well, I don't know about that, man. I mean, you know, the guy, um, you know, Antonio Brown, he was born what in '88, so I mean, he's what 34 years old. So he's getting up there. He's getting up there. Now. As a receiver, that's kind of old. Right. Uh, you know, players, uh, receivers and running backs, you know, receivers usually have a shelf life of like four to five years. Running backs, like three to five. You know, so, you know, he's well over, I guess, state is welcome in the NFL. Now he's played on like borrowed time, like you were saying right. earlier. Um, you know, he's 34 years old, I guess going to be 35 July 10th. So that's, you know, before next season even kicks off. Sorry, he's 33 years old. He's going to be 34 on July 10th, rather. But still, I mean, you know, in NFL, like, that's not old. No, in but, the NFL, uh, but as a receiver, old. right, especially as a receiver. Right. Like, if he was a quarterback at 33, you're like, okay, well, you still got plenty of years in front of you. But. So I think, really, man, he has maybe two two Of, like, A-B level, of A-B level production, I agree. 34 and 35 years old, and then, you know, after that, then there's really no more. But, I mean, after this whole, uh, you know, Twitter, you know, debacle here, you know, I don't know where this is going to go. And this is, uh, you know, a story we'll keep our eye on for sure. Um, yeah, know. I mean, this could end, this could really have ended up in a situation Backfire. where he's, yeah, he could be blackballed from the league now. Right, right. And, you know, we've seen players in recent years get blackballed from the NFL. Exactly. And, you know, this is this is definitely something that we're going to have to keep an eye on because, like we said, it's, this is as directive an attack. This, on- is, this is saying, guys, everybody, listen up. 
the Bucks and the organization of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is every all of them people in in the powers uh in the position of power rather, they're all conspiring against right. Me. This is this is your this is a franchise in your league that's not taking consideration of its own players' health and safety. I'm gonna go right after you. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I, I'm sure he had to consult with the NFLPA before putting this out. I'm sure they probably warned him of the ramifications right. of this. Right. Um, but hey, look, what I, what I do give him credit for, if if this all is legit, you stuck to your guns and you yeah. were honest. Yeah. And you know, maybe it'll open the eyes of the rest of the league. Like, hey, this can't be happening. Yeah. Like these guys. Yes, they make us a lot of money, and they're very talented, and we want them out there healthy. But, again, we want them out there healthy. We don't want them out there literally risking their well-being exactly. over, you know, football. And It's not worth it, man. At the end of the day, listen, you know, football is just a game. Right, and, and, and we've, we, you know, we talk a lot about with A.B. that Vontez perfect hit that he took. Yeah, dude, that was... It almost felt like that hit to the head kind of really was like the catalyst of this kind of like spiraling behavior and and i mean it's scary to think about that maybe there is some kind of early onset of cte or some kind of mental health i mean look at this i mean we're, we're gonna pull this uh clip up now here we go uh this is the antonio brown when he was a Steeler versus vontez perfect going across the middle vontez perfect well known as being one of the dirtiest players in the nfl I mean, you could just hear the hit from I mean, the booth. You, you hear, the you see his head whip back. Yeah, they and I mean, you, you watch this and you're just like, wow, like that. I mean, he hasn't been the same since this play. Was talking. Even as a Steeler. The whole time it seemed like two I mean, yes. that's just oh vicious. Goodness. Yeah. Brutal hit. I mean, like completely defenses and perfect. Just, I mean, just goes limp. I mean, it's Brown bad, dude. Look, like, I mean, he leans with his shoulder right into the head. He knew what he was doing. Flagrant. And then, yeah, Antonio Brown's just dead right there. Yeah, I mean. That's going to be suspicious. Aye, aye, aye. I mean, that's the neck. That's the nervous Shit, system. Like, yeah, but, like, you know, it's, um, see, the next video queued up. Antonio oh, wow. Brown behavior pre-perfect and post-perfect hit. Oh, we'll get flagged for that kind of music. Um, Let's see. Yeah, uh, on January 9th. Marks here. Antonio Brown was engaged head to head contact. This is in 2016. This is from um, BHB YouTube page. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. Check them out. I don't know if I could play this though because it's got music in the background. So we're just going to move right along. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. It, it, we'll keep an eye on this for sure because it, this is an interesting breaking, uh, you know, uh, story right now. So. Keep an eye on it moving forward. Um, it, you know, it's a shame that it, it has to even come down to all this. But guess what? If Antonio Brown is, you know, speaking truth to power here, then 
the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and that organization has to be dealt with. But yeah. If, but if not, then guess what? Antonio Brown never plays I mean, football I mean, again. the league has to do some kind of investigation just to see where where the truth lies in all right, this. Right, right. Um, yeah, there'll but, be an investigation right, probably in the offseason. Right, I, definitely. And I, and I, like you said, I mean, if, if it comes down to, you know, it's proven that A.B. wasn't being truthful or just kind of skewing the facts of this, then, I mean, even still now, like we said, I don't think he's going to really play football again. And I'd be very surprised if next year a team takes a flyer on him. Yeah. Um. I mean, you know, we have players in this league that have gotten blackballed for way less and way, way more. Um, I'm trying to think of the term here. Controversial, I guess. Reasons, yeah. Um, and this one kind of feels a little more cut and dry because it's just like I guess we said, like this is just you're directly naming names, you're putting it out there, you're just you're you're throwing caution to the wind here, and seeing you know what happens. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll keep an eye on it for sure. Um, we're gonna move into uh one of our I guess most uh hated um. I guess characters here on In the Paint podcast. Uh, We got. Actually, we'll do one of this. Jake Paul and his 65,000 streams are uh, making the news once again this past week, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Didn't even break 100K. He had some uh, some choice words about the UFC for Dana White. Um, Yes. Here, I'll go ahead and read this as it sits. Uh, So, pretty much, Jake Paul was saying that. You know, he'll fight MMA under certain certain circumstances, um, you know, pretty much calling out Dana White in the MMA, saying that he's the best boxer around, and he hasn't this is done... Him this is him taking his entertain, entertainer dick and swinging it around. Swinging it around, pretty much. So he goes on to say he's making a list of demands here. So Jake Paul is uh, talking to Dana White here. He says, Dana White, uh, increase minimum fighter pay per fight to $50,000. It's currently 12000 now. Guarantee UFC fighters 50% of UFC annual revenue. There was $1 billion in 21, which is actually a lot for the UFC, and that's pretty dope. Um, three, provide long-term health care to all fighters. You previously said brain damage is part of the gig. Imagine if the NFL said that. There are... Many UFC alums who have publicly said that they are suffering from brain damage. Jake Paul says uh, you have five days to accept and to implement the above by March 31st, 2022. Once implemented, I will immediately retire from boxing, enter the USADA, and agree to a one-fight deal with the UFC to fight weak-chinned Jorge. You are fake news. Weak-chinned. Masvidal. To got, all, got to slip one in there. To all UFC fighters, time to take a stand and create value for yourselves and peers. You deserve higher pay. You deserve long-term health care. And above all, you deserve freedom. Support each other. I'm not your enemy. I'm your advocate who selfishly wants to KO a few of you. Let's make some big bank. Guys, uh, what do you think about this whole uh, Jake Paul, Dana White uh I guess shitstorm, as Ooh. they say. Um, Go ahead, Brand. 
I don't know. I kind of want to hear what Dana has to say, too, and then we can go side by side. Yes. I think Dana's going to tell him, shut up and go fight somebody that's a real fighter and then talk to me. So Dana White <laughs> did did clap back uh, a little bit here and came, uh, you know, right at Jake Paul and I guess responded. Is this the respond video right here we got? Yeah. All right. This, this is posted by Barstool Sports. Posted by Barstool Sports. Barstool. Posted by Barstool Sports here. Uh, Dana White is going to be responding to Jake Ball. Here we go. Jake, you never responded to the challenge. You publicly stated that I use cocaine. I do not. So I told you, you could randomly cocaine test me for the next 10 years. Dana White, let me just say, is fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's funny. Jake Paul, you didn't respond to the challenge. The challenge was you could cocaine test me because I'm not doing coke. <laughs> you, you didn't respond to the challenge. I. <laughs> but you said I was doing coke. You said I was doing coke, you fuck. <laughs> you stupid fuck. Yeah, 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 we're podcasting here. Yeah. I believe that you're a cheater. And I- wow. Calling him a cheater outright. I mean, I have said before, I think his fights are bullshit. Yes, I think they are too, man. So, I mean, he is a cheater. I believe that you use steroids. So I want to randomly steroid test you for the next two years. And that thing that you came out with today, nobody on earth thinks that you really wrote that. You're too stupid. (laughs) First of all, whoa. I don't even think he even believes that he's actually on roids. I think he's just like, listen, you want to play tit for tat with some bullshit? I could come I'll up play with some tit- shit. Yeah, yeah, I'll come up with some shit. Well, because Jake Paul's saying that, uh, you know, he thinks he, uh, Dana White's on cocaine. So, I mean. But Dana White definitely probably knows what steroids look like. I mean, let's, oh. let's just, <laughs> just blow smoke. Dana I mean, White, let's, now, let's just get it straight. Let, you dude, don't get look. this kind of head from fucking eating uh, zucchini and fucking broccoli. And look, right? I'm not going to lie, You're man. taking some type of human I, I, I'm en- looking at, enhancement I'm looking at here. This, this area here. What do you see, Mario? That's a cocaine nose. That's a cocaine nose. <laughs> yeah. Maybe look, not, look, 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 look. You can see the Hold residue. On. Hold on. Maybe not anymore. But, dude, that, that I see some res. That nose is prime for some schneef. Sneef. <laughs> you ever watch Letter Kenny? No. Oh, uh, dude, this is, dude, that's so funny. You gotta watch. It. And for those of you that don't know, if you've ever watched one of his fights and you see when they do the stare down, the guy that's standing in the middle with the warlock nose and the big warlock ward on his face, apparently that's his manager. And that guy used to be an accountant for me. And- wait. Okay. So we, we got to find this guy. Um, wait. Keep. Hold on one second, one second. Let's just let's, let him finish. Let him finish. Let's find this guy. He goes deeper. He <laughs> let goes the deeper. Man All right, we'll get in there. Just look up Warlock. Jake Paul Warlock. Jake Paul's Warlock. <laughs> let's see if we can find this guy. Oh, that looks like him. Which one? The one with the big Warlock wart and the big Warlock nose. Right here? Yeah. I think that's him right there, yeah. Wait, wait, which one? Left or right? Oh, I don't know. Wait, go back, go back, go back. <laughs> Couple ugly mugs. The one right there. That oh, that's a video. Fuck. Fuck. Well, right here. Here you go. It's either the guy on the right. And the Which guy. one's got a wart? Is that a wart? That right might, there. That looks like. Is a, that the wart? That looks like a digitally edited wart out. Are we of, on? Of are we on Wart Watch twenty twenty two? We need to. We need to. We need a. We need a different picture to confirm. Or is it w- this guy? Wartgate. That's 2022. a wart. Is that a wart? That's a wart if I've ever seen a wart. Is that the wart? 
I don't know, guys. Hold on. Wait, it was like a third we gotta nose dive hole. No, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, is that guy. the wart? That's the wart. That's the wart. I see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Whoa. clear. That's clear as day. Molly, 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 molly. <laughs> dude, dude, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> oh, fuck. Kill yourself, guy. Not literally. Metaphysically. Um, okay. Metaversally. Metaversally, yeah. So, anyway, that's uh, Jake Paul's uh, manager for just in case. The warlock. And let's just say this. He no Back longer works White. for me. And I think he's a scumbag. But if you two think that you can do it better than we do, uh, you know, we're doing this whole thing wrong. You could treat the fighters better than we do. Knock yourself out. Go start your own business. It's easy to do. Go get the warlock on it. The warlock can get it started for you. What you and the warlock should be focused on is your business. You're tanking. You can't sell pay-per-views. You know, no, yeah, you're calling out Jorge Masvidal because he's a pay-per-view superstar. Nate Diaz, Conor McGregor, Mike Tyson. These are all superstars. You're not. You can't sell pay-per-views. So you do whatever the hell you want to do. I'm ready to roll, buddy. I don't use cocaine. (laughs) <laughs> anymore he's like guys guys I mean, I, you know listen i just gotta put this out there I, one more one time. more time just in case you were unsure Look, like five named, minutes ago he name dropped tyson and he's not doing coke right exactly come on what are we talking let's about let's do this jake i'll fuck your mother i'll so, fuck you till you love me motherfucker <laughs> oh geez good old mike tyson huh mike tyson in the building so guys dana white what are people saying um here Cocaine, so uh, Barstool Sports, cocaine test for steroid test. Welcome to 2022. Uh, <laughs> anyone saying anything kind of crazy? All uh, right, so what I want to see is... Let him know Dana. I want to see a coked-up Dana fight a roided-up Jake Paul. 2022 Yeah, I don't want to see it unless they're, all, <laughs> unless they're both fucking highly intoxicated on both of those Highly jokes. intoxicated. Just let them just fucking no holds barred. Well, this guy right here says uh, he, he smelt it but never snorted it. Right. Yeah. I don't like, I don't use cocaine. I just like the way it smells, right? That's the old saying. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, let me just get Dana versus Jake Paul, to be honest. Uh, who would pay to see that fight, honestly? In the octagon or in the ring? Octagon. They should do, they should do two fights. See, oh, here we go. Dana versus Jake on pay-per-view, and they can use cocaine and steroids. That'll sell pay-per-views. <laughs> See, I was right, man. I'm on to something here. 5,100-plus likes. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, guys, keep your you know eyes and ears out, I guess, for Dana White and Jake Paul. Um, you know, Dana White, you know, he's been doing this forever. I mean, took over the UFC and really made it what it was today. Yeah, I mean, think about what the UFC was, and now what the modern sport is now. It's... Yeah, he's really done a lot to make it the top combat sport nowadays. I mean, boxing, you know, we talked about it before on the show, you know, has taken a backseat to UFC in recent years. So, it's, yeah. and look, he's not wrong about Jake Paul's pay-per-views. I mean, nobody wants to watch this guy fight a 40-year-old NBA player. Right. Or, you know, a former UFC fighter or some whoever, YouTuber or whatever. Like, nobody wants to watch this. No. It's making a mockery of a sport that I love. I love boxing. I love boxing more than I love MMA and the UFC. And even now, I, I, I look at it and it's just like it's a joke. It's sad. What's not sad, though? You guys see this fight coming up? Staying on the topic of the UFC? Now, here's a good fight. 
Here's a fight that, uh, you know. This we, was uh, late notice, too, right? Yeah. Uh, Dustin Poirier I heard about this yesterday. Nate Diaz fight to take oh, place wow. within six weeks. Holy That's going to be a bang. That might be our our first for, yeah. uh, fight night stream of 22 will probably be the Poirier-Nate uh, Diaz fight. I'm going Poirier. I, I'd probably go Poirier, too, but you can't count out Nate Diaz. No, man. he's a fucking crazy he's guy. He's a fucking baller, he's dude. He's crazier than A.B., Probably, honestly, but his sport allows it. So you, it <laughs> yeah, you, just, kind, you kind of embrace it, you yeah, know, in the UFC. It goes unnoticed. I mean, we watched Nate Diaz fight. Uh, who was it um, that he was fighting, and he lost? But the whole time he's getting beat up, and he's just dancing and doing. Was it, was it on the show? It was on the show. Yeah, yeah. He fought, we watched Nate Diaz fight, and uh, he, his face was fucking. Gosh, dude. We did watch the Nate and Diaz. He was just yes. Dancing. I think it was the Poirier McGregor. It was fight. on the same card, it was right? The same yeah, yeah. Card. I think you're right. I forget who we fought. Oh, dude. Though. Animal, dude. He, Straight savage. Both of these first, guys are fucking warriors. What Poirier McGregor? Not the one that where he snapped his ankle. Yeah, right? That was the one that we streamed on the yeah. show. Was I'm that? Pretty yeah. sure. I think it was on Diaz. that card. I don't think Diaz played or fought that card. Think he might that was uh that card had what O'Malley O'Malley and um, that um the one what's I the other dude? yeah the yeah. dude that drinks out the shoe yeah um it also had uh that card with obviously Poirier McGregor O'Malley and and it had Nate Diaz and uh was it Braylon Edwards I don't think so we did I think we covered Braylon Edwards in a different fight well all right nah, well I don't think so here let's just look it up guys. Let's just look it up. Yeah, you, you can pull up the card. All right, let's the see. The suspense is killing me. So, it was, uh, all right, so we'll go here. So, it was the one, what, July 10th, correct? Does it tell you the card, though? What I believe it? so, yeah. You could probably type in Google the card. Uh, so it's UFC. Yeah, two. it says it right there. UFC 264. Yeah. So Greg Hart, that Greg Hardy fought Stephen Thompson. That's Gilbert right. It Burns. was Greg Hardy that, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe he didn't fight. Yeah, Sean O'Malley versus Chris M- Mulino. O'Malley looked good in that fight, too. Maybe he didn't fight that card. I thought he, I think he fought Braylon Edwards. I just, what card was that that he fought? Well, I'll just do this. There was another UFC fight I think you guys did that I wasn't here. Nate Diaz versus Braylon versus Edwards. Leon Edwards. I'm saying Braylon Edwards. Like, like the football player? Yeah. Like, like the Browns receiver? Yeah. That was, sorry, that was UFC 263 they fought. And that's when Nate Diaz was just busted right open. Oh, no. Okay, so, all right. We didn't stream this fight. Sorry about this. This is, uh, I went to a Phillies game this day, actually. Um, and then I went to Alex's house to watch these fights. This was uh, uh, Martin Vittori versus Israel uh, Edisania. This was a good card, actually. But, um, yeah, Leon Edwards fought Nate Diaz, and he's just fucking. You you remember seeing that though? Yeah, in the highlights. I Sorry. saw I saw I saw him all bloodied. We got sidetracked there, but yeah. So anyway, um, Nate Diaz versus Dustin Diamond Poirier, uh, coming up within six weeks. So this will be our first fight night of twenty two. That's a good one. And guys, um, so not this weekend is NFL Week eighteen, obviously, but the following weekend. You want to do a, uh, a Sunday a little uh, playoff stream? A little playoff stream. 
Maybe we'll call Justin from Dusty, see if we'll get him on. Yeah. And we can do a playoff stream. Let's do it. How's that sound? I'll eat sound of that. Yeah. Do a little pregame show. A little pregame. Yeah, we'll maybe get on here around 12 and then go to until the game's yeah. over. Yeah. All right. So we got a all first. Right. All right. All right. All right. Some beers. Some, uh, some beers. Pizza. Wings. Wings. Yeah, we, we got some wings. Uh, we'll order some wings from like the tavern or something. Oh, uh, dude, best, that's a move. We could do a, a double. Best best wing. Best wing. Uh, well, that might be a little challenging on a Sunday. We we definitely will do a wing challenge at some point. We will do a wing challenge, but since we're doing the stream, maybe we should save the wing challenge for like. But since we're doing night. the stream, maybe we should eat the wing. We'll figure it out. We can promote. We can them. It out. <laughs> yeah, I like to challenge it. myself. Well, we can figure it out. Uh, we have two can weeks we? to. Uh, yeah, we can. We have two weeks to. You know, well, a week and a half. But yeah, that that sounds fun. We'll do. Uh, you know, we'll get some food. We'll get some beers. Some alcohol and watch the birds. Yeah, let's make it happen. All right. All right. All right. That little Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Let's see. What else do I got here? Um, a little crypto action. Oh, all right. So go ahead, John. So What you I, got? So Fill us in on the crypto front. While we were discovering on Twitter that the whole while the whole story of Antonio Brown was just breaking, I also seen something that was very interesting. And uh, what's trending on Twitter here is right there. Can you guys read that? That says hashtag Bitcoin crash. All right, John, so go ahead and explain. What is the hashtag Bitcoin crash? So right now, uh, if everyone can see, Bitcoin's price has been just kind of tanking. I mean, it's not crashed yet. I mean... People or a lot of people are saying that, you know, this is going to go down to 10K and then go back up. A lot of people are saying, you know, this is just a correction. It's going to correct itself. By no means of the imagination has it crashed yet. Now, it very well could. If it goes down to 10K, I'm, I'm buying a Bitcoin. Buying, bro. Yeah, you're buying Bitcoin. Yeah, exactly. That should be the mindset. If this thing drops to 5, 10K, I'm gonna pick a lot of this shit up for on especially the Bitcoin, who are like the top of that. There's no there's crypto n- world, dude. If it goes down that far, that's crazy. Well, yeah, that would almost be like a ninety percent correction. You know what I mean? And at that point, fuck. I don't know. Right. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Because, I mean... That point will fuck me. <laughs> well, at, at, at that point, you really got to assess and see why why is it crashing this far? What, what, you know, is there any news? Is there any catalyst that's pushing it to go in this direction? Or is it just, like, you know, fear, uncertainty, and doubt, which is, you know, FUD? Um, now, in my opinion, I don't think... It really has anything to do. Although this article that came out earlier today, uh, here, let's read this. Um, whoops, this is still Dana White and the Warlock. But it says, um, Kazaka. Is that is it? Am I pronouncing that right, Mario? Uh, I think so. Kazaka. Kazak. 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 Government resigned, shuts down the internet amid protests causing Bitcoin network hash rate to tumble to 13.4%. This is from uh, Cointelegraph, um, reliable source here. Uh, on okay, it's Kazakh because it's Kazakhstan. Okay. Uh, Kaz, okay. I see. On uh, Wednesday, Kazakhstan, the second largest country in the world when it, bec- uh, when it comes to Bitcoin mining hash rate experience, unprecedented political unrest due to a sharp... Rise in fuel prices as a result. The country's uh, 
presiding cabinet resigned, but not before the state-owned Kazalathicom shut down the nation's internet, causing network activity to plunge 2% of the daily heights. The move dealt a severe blow to Bitcoin mining activity in the country, as per data compiled YCharts.com. The Bitcoin network's overall hash rate declined 13.4% in the hours after shutdown from about 205,000 petahash per second, or pH slash S, to 177,330 uh, pHs. Country accounts for 18% of Bitcoin's network's hash activity. Just days prior, the Mario, the Kazakh, so, yeah. So the Kazakh, right? Kazakh. Kazakhstan. Okay, Kazakh. Okay, the Kazakh government. Um, so it's just like the abbreviated part of it, I guess. Right. Shortened version. The Kazakh government removed price caps on liquefied petroleum gas used for car fuel to align with market conditions, which doubled in price overnight, sparking violent protests. At the time of publication, the internet remains inaccessible in Kazakhstan. If extended, the consequences could be severe as internet services side, the data, cen data center industry, and Blockchain Association of Kazakhstan uh, expects the country to generate $1.5 billion from legal cryptocurrencies mining and another $1.5 in illicit activities over the next five years. The country's low energy prices are a huge attraction of domestic and, uh, you know, people going there. Uh, and it says the cost uh, of Kazakhstan, cost average uh, for Bitcoin mining, average about, it's like a nickel. Uh, nickel per kilowatt for businesses, which is a fraction, which is twelve cents per kilowatt paid by U.S. businesses. So that's pretty interesting, man. So this is uh, all this fear and all that is causing crypto and the whole market to just kind of go down. And no one knows what's going to happen, man, because a lot of people, you know, project it. You know, Bitcoin hitting hundred k. I'm sure you heard a lot of people say, "Yo, Bitcoin to hundred k, Ethereum to ten k." And it's yeah. like, we're just going in the opposite direction. Right. You know, uh, I'm well invested in the crypto. But what I've learned over my time in crypto, and I'm not, you know, giving financial advice or whatever like that. But in my turn in crypto, man, my time in crypto, when I sell is when prices typically go up. Right. Right. When, when I hold, prices typically go down. Or when I buy, prices go down. I haven't held long enough, though, for it to, I guess, really reap the benefits. Last year, for example, you know, Shiba Inu, if you would have got into it last year and held it through one year, you would have made like 78 million percent of your earnings. That means if you put in a dollar, you'd have 78 million dollars. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, but do you have what it takes to hold it for a year? Right. So, um, you know, all this playing out, man. Uh, it's a lot of the waiting game. It's a long game. Right, and, and plus two with, you know, everything going on with COVID and all that shit. I mean, there's a lot of fear and uncertainty and doubt going on right now in all the markets. The best course of action, though, is if you're investing in this long term, don't even look at your portfolio on a daily. You know what I mean? Right. Like, check it, see what's up. If, if, the, if there's a buying opportunity that presents itself to you, buy. But if not, then just, all right, whatever. It'll go back right. up. You know, it always does. So... 
that's my really uh, two cents about that all. Uh, Mario, are you invested in crypto yet? Uh, not yet, um, but it is something that I'm interested in doing. Um, just right now, uh, it's not financially in the cards at the moment. I'm kind of dealing with a bunch of other shit, but... No, I mean, it, 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 you made a good point. Like, it's something you have to kind of take your investment, you put it in crypto, and then you kind of just say, okay, look, I'm just going to play the long game, let it sit there, let it go through its peaks and valleys, and eventually it'll it'll appreciate instead of depreciating in value. And, you know, you just got to be willing to stick it out long term. Yeah, 100%. It's tough, man. I mean, there's a lot of, like you said, there's a lot of rising and falling when it comes to that stuff. Much the same way you you know you deal with it if you buy stocks in the stock market, right? So uh, you know it's I, I it's something that I really want to do even if I just put a small investment just to kind of let it sit and see what happens to it. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. Like that's the thing, man. You know when, when I invested in it's just having the funding to be able to do it, I got to get to that point. Well. Look, for me, like, uh, you know, like sitting in Shiba Inu right now, it's like, you know, four zeros and then four, right? So that's like fractions of a penny. So you could buy $100 of Shiba Inu, and if that thing ever went to a penny, you'd have a substantial amount of money. Right. Right? So that's not really too far-fetched. It's, you know, and it's 100 bucks is something like you're willing to lose, okay, if it ever went to zero, but if it ever went up, the, the possibilities would be endless, right? Right. So, you know, it's just that initial... It's a moderate risk with a potential high reward. Now, granted, exactly. Granted, the, the coin can go up 300%. You could look at it and be like, oh my God, I want to take this out. But remember why you got into it. You know what I mean? It's like, I got into this to make right. 500 grand instead of $5,000. Right. Because you're right. It's easy to sit and look at it and go, you're ahead. Just, it's kind of like gambling. It's kind of the same exactly. way. Obviously, it's a more it's a more structured way of, you know hopefully increasing your money but yeah i know a lot of people the detractors of crypto is they they say that the market can get volatile as far as like you know you you invest a lot of money into it you could lose you could potentially lose a lot it's a very risky business to get into but like you said a hundred bucks a couple hundred bucks you know you you'd you'd put that down in the casino where you have a potential to lose it as soon as you walk in the door so it you know you and with that you have a chance to invest it and really make something out of it. So it's like why not? Yeah, man. I it's mean, worth it's worth giving it a shot. Well, and the way I look at it too, and what I will say that uh, you know helps me kind of on days like today where the market is kind of going bleeding red. I look at it, man. It's like my money could be sitting in a bank right now collecting zero point zero one percent interest APY, right where. My money could sit in crypto, and you could stake it and do a whole bunch more with crypto that could earn you a lot more. But if it just sits in crypto, and you just average return, let's just say if you if crypto went up fifty percent year over year, right? Well, that's still fifty percent a year you're making as opposed to zero point zero one percent APY. Right, that's massive jump. Right. So I mean, really the. Uh, the pros outweigh the cons. There, yeah, and, and if you if you catch on to it at a time where you know you, you buy it at the right price, and, and it and it grows in value, well, now you know you're sitting pretty. Because like you said, it's gonna it's gonna appreciate a lot quicker than it will if you're in a, if you're in a savings account in a bank with you know a, a very very small return on interest. Yeah. 
They said, uh, if, you know, if you put uh, put away ten thousand dollars for your kid right now, by the time they're thirty, they would have earned thirty dollars. Enjoy lunch, my friend. Right, it's right. ridiculous. Well, at that point, might as well. I mean, who knows what thirty dollars is going to be like in thirty years? Right, it could be nothing. It could Probably, be, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look at look at look at inflation today. It's climbing. Insane. Yeah, I mean, dude, interest rates are going through the roof. Um, you know, it's dude, the worst interest rates that I've ever had to deal with in my life. Yeah, student loans. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're and there's a promise. Awful. There's a promise every you know so often throughout this pandemic that they're going to try to get through. You know, uh, rid of student loans and this, that, and the third. And First, they went to them. forgiveness. Now they're freezing them again until May, so they're just prolonging it and putting a bandaid on a bullet hole. Right. Then we were told, okay, well they're not gonna they're not gonna forgive your loans, but they'll forgive ten thousand of your loans. Right. Which okay, great. Where's that at? Right. So it's like uh, yeah, I need whatever, that in my man. Life. Yeah. It's rough. It's a scam. It really does set you back, and uh, it's 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 hard to get out of. It's a hard hole to dig yourself out of. Yeah, especially if you're thousands and tens of thousands of dollars in debt. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah, guys, uh, we're coming uh, towards the uh, worst part of the show of the ending here tonight. Um, one thing I do want to get into before we do close: uh, tomorrow is a pretty historic day. It's January sixth. It's the new nine eleven uh, here in uh, in today's day and age. Never forget. <laughs> Where Seriously. were you? Um, I was in my living room. You in your living room? Watching it unfold. Yeah, yeah. I can't say the same. Um. I don't know what you guys are talking about. And Brandon he's pleading the fifth. He's pleading the... Well, is he pleading the fifth or you don't really know what he's talking I, I don't know. January 6th. Oh, right? yeah, she doesn't know. <laughs> okay. I was smoking weed, probably. <laughs> I mean, I was... I smoke weed every day. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> January 6th, man. Uh, last January 6th, 2020. Wow, that um, means we've had a lot of historic days in our lifetime. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. We just aged ourselves. Holy fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Um, January 6th, man, a historic day of where uh, I guess there was an insurrection of the Capitol. Oh, that was that's what they were day. calling it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what people are calling it. An erection of the Capitol. An erection. <laughs> the erection's Capitol. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah, I was... So you're probably smoking weed. Probably still smoking weed. Smoke yeah. weed every day. <laughs> I may have been watching on TV, but I was definitely packing a bowl while yeah, I was watching yeah. it. <laughs> it's interesting, man. Um, never forget, as Mario says, uh, January 6th, man. Um, you know, it, it's 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 funny to me, man. The whole the way how this whole thing uh, kind of spiraled out, and how there's many different narratives surrounding this. Um, specific thing i mean we we talk about narratives here on the show and that's really what it is man it's is who has the best uh publicist who could fucking you know get the get the best narrative out there you know what i mean and how many people will uh you know i guess follow that you know so to speak so i i don't know man i don't really know what to make of it who knows uh you know 2022 if you thought 2020 and 2021 are bad man 2022 is like Hold my fucking beer, dude. I mean, just think. Oh, yeah. We started out with... just. Uh, we'll go back to the NFL for a second. We had AB. We had FedEx Field literally almost kill our quarterback. Oh, wait. Do you guys even see Holy that? Holy shit. Let's pull that up real quick. <laughs> 
Get but get Mario, sure. We had I mean we've we've had it you know, everything we've dealt with with COVID still. Um yeah, man, like who knows we're gonna deal with on the political front, on the social front. The last few years have been crazy with that. Yeah, man. I mean I'm I'm hoping that we can start to kinda I don't know, like five G. Get back to some semblance of our normal normalcy, but I think we're in a new normal. And yeah, look, here we go. Look at this. Oh my yo, wow. first of all, that stadium needs to be fucking condemned. First of all, they've had this season alone, they had this. They had pipes bursting with fucking like shitty sewage water like pouring on fans. I mean, what a disgrace. And I got to give Hertz credit, man. He was super cool, calm, and collected. Taking pictures yeah. and signing autographs. Like, nearly almost got, like, seriously hurt. That's a good way to I actually get, wrote. Go I actually wrote to the league about it, too, if you guys saw that. Yeah, he, I did. He put a statement out. He wrote, he wrote a letter to the league. What did it say? And to Washington. You know, just addressing, you know, hey, like. That's not cool. This stadium, you know, yeah, it's not cool, man. You could You could have hurt all these fans. You could have hurt me. That's a pretty far drop too to go face first. On. Yeah, and and you know, and you if saw, he was under, dude, if he was, if there he was the was, one cameraman, you saw him get like almost like crushed underneath of that barricade that broke. Yeah, and that could have been, it could have been anybody. You know what I mean? That'll that'll crush someone instantly. Yeah, but it's been like we said, it's been a weird start to this year, man. Uh yeah, man, it's you know. Who knows what twenty twenty two is going to bring? All I know is win by two. Win I was going to say all we can do is control what we can control. Win by twenty two, kind of year, guys. Uh, so make sure you know you're sharing the uh, videos, you're liking the channel, you're uh, commenting, doing what you got to do on your part because us as independent musicians and and DIY podcasts and doing all this kind of shit, man, it, it really goes a long way. So um, you know. I I enjoy doing this, bro. I mean, I'd be doing this regardless, but still, it it does. Oh help. yeah, same. But um, yeah, man. So uh, January sixth coming up. Uh, tomorrow. Make sure you're. Uh, I guess staying away from you know the airwaves. You know, it's it's gonna get crazy out there tomorrow. <laughs> Where were you? Where were the you? Day. Right. The day the capital fell. The day of the capital siege. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Um. What else was I going to say? There's one more thing I was going to say before we signed off here. But now I cannot remember. So, all right. So, I guess we, we that's settled. We'll uh, come back here in, in two weeks. Well, next week for the Shower Shame. But then that Sunday. So, next Wednesday. But then that Sunday, we'll go back on for the Birds game. Maybe that should be Shower Shame Day. We could probably do that. Set that up for Shower well, Shame Well, Shower Shame, shame like pregame show? Because our last Shower Shame was the Washington... Uh, Eagles. At least it'll be for year. a more exciting game, right? Right. <laughs> so are we just gonna do a normal? So we'll do we'll a normal. So, well, so next show. week's show, we'll we'll tally up the records and right. we'll we'll announce the winner, and then we'll obviously we'll announce the losers. Who's getting the shower? Shame. Well, what's the shower? Is it just gonna be like mayo so, again? So mustard? let's let's really make it a point next week the, to to share head. this uh, podcast as soon as we go live. Let's share it to our twitters and facebooks and all that. We'll we'll bring as much people in as we can and have them vote of what they want to see dumped on our heads, and we'll try to promote it as such. Uh, Let shower, the people shower pick. shame day. Let's have a we'll, we'll put up a poll somewhere. 
on Twitter, Instagram, I and then we'll say, follow up that night. I still say we get a stripper and put a pole up somewhere. Well, we could try doing that as so well. So if there's any strippers watching or listening to the show, please. Call us. Call us. We, we do have we a We have a phone line. 856-800-8558. Call in. But, um, yeah, guys. Uh, no, this has been a, uh, a great show. As always. Um, fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah, man. We covered fuck a lot here today. Yeah. We did. Man. We really went around... Uh, COVID, Aaron Rodgers, and we kind of all kind of came full circle today. So kind of came full circle, man. So, uh, yeah, man, this has been a great show. It sucks that this is the ending of the show, but uh, this is what we're gonna have to do. Tune in next week, next Wednesday. Wednesday, we're back here live every Wednesday. Can't stress it enough. So make sure you tune in. Um, I think me and Brandon are trying to work on something maybe coming up in the next month or so. Like a daytime show. Daytime show. Daytime radio. That would be, yeah. That's the shit, bro. That is the shit. Catch us 90, 90, 92, one. one by two. Radio. Win by 92.3. <laughs> Rock hard. Also, uh, yeah, the wiffle ball season, that's going to get underway shortly. Yes, uh, winter a lot of other big, will be soon. A lot of other big things coming up, man, this year. I'm excited. Cannot wait. Let's fucking do this. Uh, yeah. This has been a great show, though. Thank you for tuning in so much, everybody. For myself, Jean, Brandon, and Mario. It's been another episode of the Independent Podcast. Deuce.